Lovely jubbly. Hi oh there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and another embarrassing one to talk about Murrah this time. My good God, are you? Where will it end? Uh, every year we get something embarrassing and this one I think takes the cake. Uh, <laughs> hopefully Bob will join us in a little bit, but for the meantime, two great guests. Uh, you'll know them if you watch the stream regularly. Tommy, Tommy Talks Ball. How you doing, Tommy? Probably a bit of a silly question, but... Oh, look, I don't torture myself. I could see this coming. Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, this is just another shocking performance. As you said, Murrah's worse than Zagreb because I, I, yeah, I didn't know yeah. they existed. I didn't know they existed four months ago as a football club. So, yeah. it's, it is worse, but, uh, you know, it's Spurs. Yeah, and uh, Tommy Talks Ball, your channel. I was on there yesterday uh, defending Sessignon and, uh, you know, <laughs> less than 12 hours later, he goes and does that. Uh, but, yeah, Tommy Talks Ball, where can people find that? If uh, they don't look in the description, which it's linked in and they don't know where it is. Yeah, I'm still shocked. The majority uh, said it was keep sell loan. Uh, people went with uh, sell Bergwijn and keep Sessignon, but it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tommy Talks Ball. I'm doing a preview later, so make sure you check that out. Not before, obviously, before you smash the subscribe and like on this. I'm doing a preview. I've got a Burnley boy on, Dan, who's brilliant. Turf Moor House and a couple of other Spurs fans. So make sure you check that out. As I said, Chris, thanks thanks for having me and uh, make sure Thank you subscribe you. here first. Very, very welcome. Um, Brian, uh I mean, there could be some rants on this one. It could be a competition of who rants more, me or Brian, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for later. We won't give any spoilers. But uh, yeah, uh, firstly, stupid question, how are you doing? And secondly, Tottenham Toy is your channel. Where can people find that? So, so first of all, thanks, Chris, for having me on. It's always great to spend time with you and Tommy. Um, S-Y-I-F-P. See you in February Parasite. Um, is, is, mind you, Bob has TT till they hold the shirt in his acronyms. I've joined him, but that's my one. Um, it's just, do you know what? It's gone past embarrassing. It's gone past embarrassing. It's gone past being disgraceful, apart from when we're talking about a Crayola crown in Delhi Alley. Um, um, and I... I, 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 I'm trying to stay very, very calm right now because it's 20 to 80 in the morning here in Toronto. Um, I'm doing a two prize tonight on Tottenham on tour where uh, it's going to be about midnight your time at 7pm our time. So the uh, the watershed moment, I know Cody's in the chat. If Cody wants to jump on at some point tonight, it'd be amazing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, um, it's just appalling, disgraceful. And do you know what? Spurs fans, it's just, it's just common practice now. And how, how it's acceptable to be common practice. And like like um, Tommy just said with uh, Zagreb, but I was on the stream yesterday and we, uh, on We Are Tottenham TV and they say, what was our most like embarrassing defeat? And uh, someone said Colchester, like last night in the League Cup at the end of Poch. Then... Um, I said Bayern Munich, because not because of the team, but the scoreline and the performance. And then someone in the comments after, like in the YouTube comments, said Zagreb. And I completely forgotten about Zagreb. That's how bad this is. I completely forgotten mm. about Zagreb. This, this, this is the lowest of the low. The lowest of the lowest of the low. And it's unacceptable. And their manager was and, in prison. And, 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 remember? Their manager was in prison as well at the time. And, and, and quickly, just, quickly, just give yourself a plug, Tottenham on tour. 
Yeah, Tottenham on tour. We're uh, we're on the push to eight hundred. I think we're at seven hundred and sixty something or seven hundred and seventy something. Uh, we are on the push. Um, we are before the two brides today talking with someone who a name I'm not going to mention to do a very very big Christmas or, or pre Christmas show um, regarding the transfer market. Um, and yeah, sorting that out. It's going to be a regular thing. And uh, there's a few new shows. Hopefully. Uh, Sean Snow will be having his own show. So Tottenham on tour are growing. We're on the push for a thousand. Um, I pro- I, I pro- I'll tell you what, it's so sad. I've got more hope of us hitting a thousand than Levy spending money in January. Uh, that, that's the target. Excellent. Uh, both both those channels are in the description. Twitter handles as well. So make sure you hit uh, like and subscribe to them. Uh, I'm currently on 149 subscribers. So... Please, please subscribe to the channel. Get me over the 150, not to the 150, over the 150. Push on to 200 and then hit the like on this uh, uh, stream as well. Uh, yeah, it all helps the channel grow. All appreciate it. A few people in the chats already. Barry, who's a regular. Barry Ambrose, how you doing, Barry? Is anyone looking forward to Sunday's game? Burnley are. We'll uh, talk about them later. Wayne Bonner, always a regular, not just here. All Spurs chats. Afternoon all, we <laughs> recovered from the shower of Arsenal last night. Hope we turn up for Burnley Sunday. Uh, probably have recovered from the shower of Arsenal last night, but we're going to go over it again, so it'll probably be uh, uh, back. Uh, uh, great panel, by the way. Cheers, Wayne. Always a pleasure talking to these two guys. Cody Mack in the channel as well. How you doing, Cody? Uh, Mike, Mike Weller, he's a buddy of mine. Uh not sure if he watches this before or, or if this is the first time, but presumably because he knows how much I get angry with Spurs and we've lost to Murrah. But uh, for last night's game, we were ranked 378th best club in Europe, similar, similar ranking to Accrington, Stanley and Gillingham. Cheers, Mike. Uh, any relation? Say, any relation? Say, if, if he has any relation to no. Razor, please go get no, him. No. Into the, to the <laughs> or could you Unfortunately, not at all. Not at could all. you I'm imagine sorry. a prime rise at Razor Ruddock <laughs> in yeah. this and, team? GBH and simply Ace, who's also a regular. How you doing, buddy? All I can say is what the hell happened last night. Seriously, these players are the problem, and not the managers that we have had. Uh, yeah, right. Let's get on with this crap. Moa, Tommy, most embarrassing result yet. Uh, you said that yourself with the Zagreb, but I mean, uh, I mean the. the they put a tweet out today with their Spurs going, lads, it's Tottenham, and then just laughing about it. So every year we get an embarrassing result and uh, just goes to show, like like Simply A said, it's the players, the second string here, which the majority of the players were. We had Kane uh, Stein, who obviously isn't. But, I mean, is this the most embarrassing result we've had or are you just uh, not even bothered? It's another loss. It's, a, it's another embarrassing loss. We just get them and we just... Uh, Carry on getting them. Her. What, 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 what? Your thoughts after sleeping are having a sleep on the result? Well, I didn't get much sleep. I was on Bob's till about four a.m. last night. <laughs> we all, uh, yeah, I was supposed to get up late for a run, so I'm just yeah. I ain't even had a shower since my run because I'm so I'm running so late. But uh, yeah, so it's easy to say it's the worst ever result because it's so fresh in our minds, isn't it? It's so fresh in our minds having just happened last night. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the first half. I thought I got. I thought it was. I said on yesterday's stream. I thought it was like eight o'clock kickoff, and for some reason that was in my mind. It was eight o'clock. I was watching bloody Expendables for the first time. I'm glad I did now in the first half. Brilliant film. The second one's better. The second one's better. Maybe watch that instead of. Maybe maybe watch that instead of Burnley. You probably appreciate. 
Yeah. Well, I didn't know Stone Cold Steve Austin was in it, so it goes up a few <laughs> grades just for that. Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, as I said, it's fresh in our minds, but there's no way, even if it's fresh in our mind, there's no way of saying that this isn't the worst result. It just has to be, whether it's fresh in our minds or not. As we said, the Zagreb coach was in prison, and I suppose losing three goals in that short space of time. But Zagreb have got pedigree. Let's face yeah, it, we it's, signed Modric from this. there. Yeah. Uh, worst result in the club's history, a thousand percent, simply Ace has said. Um, yeah, I mean, we've signed good players that come from Zagreb. Modric, Orsi, mm. there have been a lot of good players. Mura, <laughs> they didn't exist till 2012. No. They didn't exist till 2012. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's horrifying. It's a hor horrifying result. Uh, but you saw it coming. As soon as Sanchez got beat at the halfway line, everybody knew you could hear it in a commentator's voice you could if we could, if we could see all our eyes like all the streamers like us three and the fans we could just see it coming we could see it coming we just knew this was going to happen to spurs and uh, we deserved it we deserved it and we yeah. saw it coming in the opening game against murrah we yeah. were only two one up before Kane well, came on. Uh, well, we uh, saw it yeah. i know you love your stats tommy so i'll give you another one which is what i read uh, oh, no. murrah have only ever had one win in europe that oh, it's like Savarino. Oh, <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. That was whether that's true or not, I saw it on Twitter. Whether it's true or not, I don't Team know. Team stats I'm all right with. It's just player stats, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's ridiculous, quite frankly, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And a uh, comment here from Wayne. I'll come to you, Brian. You've got about 30 seconds, then you can swear as much as you want. Uh, okay. It's embarrassing that Conte has had two weeks with our second string. Still don't improve. I hope Levy's finally taking note of that. I would suggest No because it's happened uh, again and again. But my, my only possible kind of a, a positivity of it is that Conte won't just sit down and just accept it. He will have a go at Levy, and then whether Levy listens is another thing. But uh, will Levy finally be taking notes, or is Levy just Levy and just, oh, well, not my problem. I love how you got that to exactly 10 minutes, so now I can talk. Okay, that was absolute <laughs> brilliant broadcasting. Um, um, listen, first of all, before let me let me just tell a nice story beforehand. For, for This is for Tommy, uh, because he just mentioned someone. I forgot to tell him a story. Uh, Tommy, obviously you and me are fans. We, we speak about the, the attitude era of uh, WWE and how much we love it. You know my obsession with The Rock, like uh, a wild, out of, like, huge obsession with him. Um, but my other one is Stone Cold. And if you ever get a call from me at stupid o'clock in the morning out of the blue, all I can say is answer your phone. And the reason I say answer your phone, my cousin, um, who is, she's a lot younger than me, she's 20-odd or, or late 20s, maybe even early 30s, early 30s, early 30s. Anyway, she comes over to America uh, now and again. And when she goes to America, and the person, she's trying to get a visa, and the person <laughs> that is her sponsor for her visa is Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Jesus. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. You, you know, you've met, you've mentioned this. You, you've Steve mentioned something briefly. Yeah, and Spurs fan. No, no, no. He's not a Spurs fan. fan. Basically, Steve Austin was married to an English woman and had a daughter in England. Mm. And she still mm. uh, uh, was from this English wife and she lives in America. They went to school together. Stone Cold Steve Austin actually dropped my cousin off at, sc at school when she was like <laughs> six, seven years old, like before he... In that monster truck of his with the skull. Oh, oh mate. And, and she has said, and he, she stays in his house. And she's like, <laughs> next time I'm over, I will call you 
because she knows my obsession on those two. Rock by far more. <laughs> but if you ever get a call, it's stupid because I will patch you in because it'll be WhatsApp. I'll be like, uh, I'll oh, just mate. Someone. mate, mate, oh, oh, do it, please, please, oh, mate. It, please do it. Oh, please oh do it. Uh, it was a certain person. Oh, give me a hell yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, still three sixteen. Do you know you was? Uh, yeah, do you know you oh, was more rock. I was definitely more Stone Cold. Don't oh, get me wrong. I, 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 I was. I was Austin. Austin. I, I got a. I got a reply from him on Twitter ages ago. I watched The Condemned. I was quite drunk and said it was a brilliant film. And he said, "What did he say?" He goes, "Yeah, it's up there with uh, a Zulu or something like that." <laughs> I, think <laughs> Listen, I, mic, I, I, I think he was I, taking a mic, but he didn't have I, to respond. You came back to the matter at hand, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with Austin uh, on to Levy. I actually took one of uh, Austin's sayings, which was Daigle three sixteen said, "I just would leave his ass." Um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so getting back to, to Getting back to the main, uh, the main issue here. Um, listen, it's embarrassing. It's pathetic. It's a fucking disgrace. It's. Um, I don't know. We, we've got people in the chat, the great people like Wayne Bonner and uh, and all the others, and we've got someone who I'm, I'm going to use now, Cody. Cody, who is a really passionate Spurs fan, and I'm using Cody because Cody is the one in the chat. Really, really passionate football. Uh, uh, football fan like Spurs have around the world, and with Cody, it's I wouldn't say he he's been there for a, a long, long, long like a, a supporter for like how long we've been, but he's a very passionate and diehard supporter, and and he one of his joys this year has been he'd never been to a like to a game with Spurs fans and in a pub, and he came down to to our pub, the Scotland Yard. We had a great day meeting Cody. Was one of the one of the best things ever happened to me. I love that man with all my heart. But there's people like him that around the world are getting up at stupid o'clock in the morning. And for people on the other side of this great country in America, we get up for seven o'clock kickoffs. They're getting up for four a.m. kickoffs. There's people in Australia that stay up till two in the morning to watch the game and do things like this. And we give our blood, sweat and tears. And our days, the, the day Spurs are playing, our kind of days are are filled around Tottenham Hotspur. Like my one when I lived in England, if Spurs were on Sky or I was going to Spurs, oh, we're not doing anything to after the Spurs game. Well, we can't go out and do something during the day because Spurs are on at three and I need to... And this is what we get. And this is what we get. This parasite talks about the international fans and their importance and, and we're the legacy fans. And they get to see this. They get to... They, they get to... They get to... Go to work to, if they've got jobs at the moment because of COVID or whatever, and be verbally abused and bad to whatever because of the shit that this football club now stands for. The shit that this foot, it this cockerel, it, it represents nothing right now. It's just that it, there's 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 no connection. There's no nothing. Um, it's pathetic, appalling, disgraceful. Gutless, toothless, spineless, and every other part of the body you want to use, less. Um, <laughs> and it's simply unacceptable. And I'm sure we'll speak about it later, but I, 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 this is how fucking stupid the fan base is, or the majority of the fan base is. Pierre-Emile Hoybier deactivated his Twitter account because he was getting an absolute fucking onslaught of abuse. He hardly played yesterday. And if any player on that pitch doesn't deserve abuse, whether you think he's great or not, it's him. But yet, rather than blame the real culprit, it was it Hoiberg's fault? He's, he's 26 years old. 
for 21 years, has this been Hoiberg's fault? No. Every single goddamn time it's an excuse as to who it is, and the prick is still there. Um, it, I, I'm ashamed to be a Spurs fan right now. I'm ashamed because of the activity of fans and because of the gutless performances we keep putting out. You make a point about Hoiberg. Hoiberg played, I don't know, 50 games last year. He played all but one game of the Euros because they didn't get through to the final. He had the Ericsson situation, which must have taken a horrendous mental uh, uh, toll on him as well. So he's kind of understandable that his standards have maybe dropped a little bit from last season. But yeah. Uh, But yeah, Tommy, I mean, uh, uh, simply I said, Conte realised the problems within the club. Don't think he realised it was this bad. Conte's the manager. That can turn it around, but Levy will not let it happen. Uh, I went on your channel yesterday, back Cessin Yon, and then he goes and... and I, mean, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he he's a young player, Cessin Yon, but he isn't inexperienced. So why he's gone in for that challenge, whether he gets the ball or whether he doesn't, you know now, surely as a footballer, going in like that, you, you're risking a yellow card. He didn't get the ball at all, so it was a definite yellow. That was after half hour. I mean, that obviously makes our, our, our task that harder, but we did score with 10 men, but still you should be beating Moura, but I mean is there any player that played in that first half, certainly in the first half barring Kane, because he's obviously a starter, and Sanchez maybe if uh, um, Romero's still injured, is there any player in that starting lineup who I wouldn't say has a future at this club but you know Conte can rely on because this this is a story that's been happening for the last three years with or however long with Jose Nuno now Conte that second string just either don't care they're not good enough or a bit both. Um, so is there anyone in that that Conte can count it's, on? It's tricky. It's tricky. Not with the current, not how they've performed over the last year and a half. That's for sure. But I think he'll still. I think if anyone's going to get a song out of the average players, it's Conte, but he ha- he really doesn't have time. He really, because games, it's going to be on the training pitch. It's going to be one training session, half a training session, game. Half a training session, game in a festive period. So even judging Conte up until end of Feb is difficult. It's really difficult. And this is the problem with the Spurs fan base. This is the biggest problem. We overhype players and we overhype results. And it talked and we torture ourselves. We beat Leeds, we beat Leeds 2-1, a Leeds that have no attack whatsoever, right? Bamford out, Rafinha out. Bamford scores their goals, Rafinha assists or scores their goals, Rodrigo out. If those two aren't scoring or assisting, he uh, Rodrigo does. Aylin, their captain, out, right? But we beat Leeds, fortunately, fortunately as well on the pitch. We made Adam Adam Forshaw look like Xavi. He hasn't played for two years. <laughs> right, uh, we torture ourselves. So let's put let's put into if people start talking about Conte. I heard a few people in the chat talking about Conte now, like mentioning Conte is supposed to do this. Like Tuchel came in uh, straight away at Chelsea and changed Chelsea, but but Chelsea were a Champions League chasing team and they had two hundred fifty million pounds the summer before, so they had investment. We've had a lack of investment and the team are struggling to get into sixth and seventh. We just got into sixth uh, the season before last. Jose Mourinho celebrated it like he won a ticket to the Playboy Mansion, whatever, uh, finishing <laughs> sixth on the last day of the season. And then last season, we squeezed into seventh. So this is a very different team to Chelsea. It's going to take time. He's not a miracle maker. And we're 
we're torturing ourselves if we, if we think it's going to happen mm -hmm. straight away. So this, you can see this coming. You can see this coming. Mm -hmm. And as to your question about the second string, the second string, it's worrying. It's worrying because of the Christmas period. We're going to have to use all of them. We really are. And except one more person, thing. Except one player. If I see the again, thing I'm that annoys me the most, <laughs> I mentioned it briefly on Bob's stream when I first come on, right? I'm not sticking up for Levy. I can't stand the bloke. I cannot stand the bloke. But what annoys me is constantly we're having a go at the players that don't assist and score goals. Like the Hoybiers. If something happens, if, so if something... Um, if we're not performing, it's the players that don't score goals or make assists. The Winks, the Davis, the Hoiberg now, they're always made the scapegoat when the creative players are doing nothing. Ali and Dombele, Lo Celso, they do one good thing every 10 games and then the Spurs fans, we're like, oh, keep him because they might come good. He's done an unbelievable flick in that game. Give him another 10 games, they might come, come good. Two and a half years, Lo Celso and Dombele have been there. Ali's been there nearly four years where he's been utter shite, Ali. Almost coming up to four years. Yeah, he had a couple of good years. Four years of shite. These are the players we, sh we should be looking at to get out of the team because they're toxic behind the scenes as well. Dali Ali puts more effort into what colours he's going to have his dreadlocks the following game. Uh, you've got... You've got um, you've got Lo Celso, who's unbelievable for Argentina, who cannot do anything for Spurs. And you've got Ndombele, who's just not bothered at all. He was out for three months in the summer because his wife was pregnant. He didn't play. What? Like, I just, I don't understand what's going on. These players need to go first. These are toxic players. Let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of them. Sorry, it's alarm. But that brings an end to the run. That brings the end to the run. But we can't just blame defensive players. Now it's on Hoybier. Now, what? What are people thinking? The guy's been magnificent for the last year and a half. Let's get rid of these creative players that are not creating and have got that toxicity first. Then we can move on to the Davises and Winks that are not good enough. So, yeah, I worry about the toxicity aligned with the depth. It's going to be a very, very long five weeks. 11 games now in five yeah. weeks. I mean, uh, a few comments here. Wayne, uh, a couple of comments from Wayne. It's a large part of our fan base, fan base that are deflecting themselves away from the real problem. The real problem who has refused to move Deadwood and invest properly. I mean, I, I still think there's a chance that he will invest and move people on in January or summer. But if he does, I'll be pretty angry because he should have done it four years ago when Potch, a manager who actually deserved it, should have got it done and asked for it. Um, far too much potential at the club, nowhere near enough world-class quality and experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, I'll skip one there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. Uh, Chelsea don't have Levy's DNA. I'm not sure anyone other than Mike Ashley has uh, Levy's DNA. Um, Simply A says, our second string of lead one standard not been proved wrong. I mean, in terms of quality that they have, that they have shown in the past, they're not lead one. But at the moment in time, they just don't look like they care and don't have. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Wayne said they're not even that good. Um, but I mean, Brian, it... <laughs> I found a battle earlier. I really scraped the bottom of it to try and find any positivity, and this is the best I could come up with, and it's not particularly good. I'll <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. This is the segment you have to put on when you advertise this stream. This is the segment. <laughs> yeah, and then get told you're talking absolute shit. I'm never watching again. I'll unsubscribe. Um, yeah, uh, we obviously can't play that second string because they don't give a shit. So we can only really play our first string, but you can't play them in the league and Europa League and then the, uh, not Europa League, uh, Conference League and then the Carabao Cup. So is there any positivity that if we go out of this competition, 
we can then kind of play our first team in the league, concentrate on the league, getting up that league and the Carabao Cup and try and play our, our first team as much as possible. And then in January, hopefully Levy will do something unlevy-like and then we can get a bit more of a squad depth. Or is that just the barrel wasn't deep enough? Oh, yeah, yeah, whippersnapper. We've got to do so much with you. Um, okay, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, at, uh, mate, no, is the answer because I don't trust the first team. I don't trust the first team. I don't trust the second team. I don't trust the reserves. I trust the under 23s. I trust the youth. I trust the under nines. I trust the under sevens. I trust the under six and whatever leagues we have below. I, mate, as far as I'm concerned, everyone apart from Romero, fuck off. Fuck off. And I mean everyone. I know it's not going to happen, but they have been tried and tried and tried, and they keep failing. They keep failing. You hear it when managers say, I've taken the club as far as I can go, and they leave, or the the, the, the board say, we've got as far as we can go in this relationship, we split ways. We get to finals and lose regularly, or not regularly, but you know what I mean, more regularly than, yeah. uh, than, than obviously winning. And instead of saying, Do you know what, I think we need to upgrade here. We've we've, we've been down this road, and uh, and we 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 we've got, we, we this keeps happening. Instead of saying, right, we're going to sell you and uh, give the manager new blood to bring in and, and bring some life into the team, we give them new contracts. We give them new contracts to save us buying. Um, do you know what the, the you were saying about Mike Ashley? Do you know the difference between Mike Ashley and Daniel Levy, and why Daniel Levy is actually worse? He's left. No, because Michael <laughs> Ashley came out and said, "I'm not giving you any money." I'm not giving you money. So the fans were right. To, don't get me wrong. He was a shit chairman. He's an absolutely diabolical chairman. But he spoke the truth. He said, listen, I'm not putting money in. I'm not investing. And Newcastle had to wait all this time and protest for that deal to go through. Whether you agree with the deal that happened or not, Mike Ashley said, I am not giving you money. I am not investing. And he stuck to his word. On the other hand, Let's what, mate. Honestly, I wish if if they ever made you know how they turn Beauty and the Beast into a, an actual picture movie and uh and all these Disney. Ones, they should do fucking Pinocchio because they don't need to get a fucking guy with a big nose. They just need to get Levy because every time he fucking lies, literally, that's it. Honestly, that's what he should do um, because it's pathetic. Um, if we go out of this cup, we're a laughing stock, and the abuse that is coming our way. I mean. Uh, on We Are Tottenham TV, when I went during the game, before the game, when I was doing the uh, admin on the uh, David Harris pump up, and during the game and after the game, the spamming was just in chats was ridiculous. You just imagine what it's going to be like on social media and your friends and whatever. And if we win it, it's going to be the same. So I'd rather win and get the piss taken out of us. At least we got damn win. Um, but if we get this second place now, if because we can still go, technically we can still go out. Of the conference mm. league, if results don't we can't, go, our we way. can't win the group now, can we? We can yeah, only we get can only second go out, or out, which exactly is ridiculous. Um, exactly, and um, even if we do get the the heights of second, the team that we have to play in the qualifying round, which is an extra couple of games because of this fucking bunch of dead beats, um, we have to play a team that drops out of the Europa League. We can't even beat Mura. We can't beat the lowest team in the lowest cup competition and people are talking about doing the rest in the first team there, don't, there, there was a strong team out there last night there was a very strong team out there last night that should be able to get their jobs done now 
I don't really want to talk about the players who deserve some credit in the bank because I, 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 they're all apart from Romero for me, they're all overdrawn and Hoybier, but that's just because I have a person and Mora. Um, that, that, but just because of my affiliation with them and my, my, my like for them. But Romero, obviously, I think everyone will know that guy is quality. That guy is pure quality. Um, we need to talk about the players that need to go out, mate. To me, as well now, beforehand, it was about getting players in. Right now, I don't care. Just get some of these fucking bastards out. Because they're, 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 they are absolutely disgusting to represent our shirt and wear our badge uh, for our beloved club and put in performance like that. I'd rather see Alfie Divide, who I love. I'd rather see uh, get Harvey Mark, White, Mark get Harvey White, get Mark Day, get, get all these players. Get all these players in because one thing I will tell you, we, it may take a long time and we may get thumped a bit, but the one thing I will tell you now is if those people like the Divides and everything come in, they will run their goddamn socks mm. off. They will put in a shift. And if we get beat with them in, it will be because simply they were the better team. And if the better team, you, you, you put your hands up and say, listen, they're the better team. But but at least you'll see some pride again. Mm. I mean, what do you think, Tommy, in terms of... We spoke about Sanchez on your stream yesterday. And, uh, I mean, he's fallen over, slipped over, or, or lost his footing or whatever for the first goal. It was a good finish, but got to try and stand him up I, I don't know who fell over in the middle of the park for the, the second goal but uh, and then it took a deflection but um yeah I mean oh, do you think Conte will just literally go to Levy now and go get them out I don't care how much money you get I don't care if you've lost all your money I don't care just get them out they're not good enough get them out or, or do you think or do you think he's going to be told people aren't coming in with a realistic offer <laughs> realistic that Levy says um, so you've got to stick with them, and then uh, how do you see it going now? Because there's there's got to be some kind of conversation from Conte's side. That that had to have been before he signed his contract, uh, because mm -hmm. of course he's he's seen in training with his own eyes that they're useless. But he must have seen bef before watching Spurs games that they were useless. So you know he knew sort of what he was coming in for, coming into to a certain degree. Uh, so. Um, well, in terms of selling players, well, that's the big one. It's not about having to... Some, I think Danny Kay, I love Danny Kay, but he, he said something along the lines of we need £250 million in the next two transfer windows. That's not what we exactly need for me. We need to get rid of the dross, sell the dross for 20%, 30% of what Levy once valued them at. If we can do that, um, we lose the toxicity, we get a little bit of money in and we make space for, for players that will try hard and as Brian said run run for the badge because that's that's what we need that's what we're missing um so he will have to take a hit that's the that's the key Levy will have to take a hit on the place you reckon he will you reckon he will we, we I spoke think he's yesterday. gonna have to I think he's gonna have to but, but do, do you think to. he do, do you think he will because we know he has to the, the, the value that he puts on Delhi Alley is nowhere near what Delhi Alley is going to fetch and we mentioned uh, if Newcastle come in for him yesterday on your stream that he'll think, ooh, I can get more money because they've got 300 billion. But do you think he will take the hit if Conte says you need to take the hit, you just need to get them out? Or do you think it will still be the same old problems, the same old levy, the same manager situation and the same crap that we have at the club? Yeah, well, the, the thing is, the thing is, us as streamers and us as fans, we don't really know what Levy values them at. Because if, if there's never been a bid in for Deli Alley, which I'm, doubt, I'm doubting there has been, then we, we don't know what <laughs> Levy values them at. Unless someone has got a draw full of valuations that Levy's put on each player, a, like a natural draw. So <laughs> we don't know 
But from past experience, the fact that he tries to cram out every last million and two million pounds out of selling players and tries to drop every million and two million pounds out of players, we knew we know the valuation is probably higher than it should be. Um, and I th I think I think most I think he'll do it. I think part of Conte coming in. He he has to do it. I don't know. I don't know why he won't. If you're not going to do it, you'd employ someone like Potter again, or you'd not mm. employ another Nuno who wouldn't expect that money. Um, so I think he'll do it. We need to. It's not about spending two hundred and fifty million pounds either. It's about getting the players in that may not have sell-on fee, sell-on value, right? So 30, 32 years old. We may not. We buy them for 10, 15 million. We may not be able to sell them, sell them for any money in two years' time. But immediate success they'll give us immediate strength from the pitch as i said it doesn't fit into levy's doctrine we saw in the summer gill come in 21 million pounds uh, uh 21 cost 35 million pounds if you put the lamella value on there as well uh saw 18 million pounds can't get in the first team for mets now uh everyone's saying he's gonna be world class can't can't get on the first team for mets so just risky signing session was the same Jet clark was the same 40 million pounds they haven't started Premier League games, so uh, time time to um, time to invest in potential is over. We need to invest now, and that's what Conte will demand. That's what Conte will demand. That's our best bet. I think we will sell some players. I think we will get rid of some players, and and that has to be our focus. Not 50, 60 million pounds on players. Maybe an Ashley Young for five million pounds. Maybe you know uh, uh, an Alexis Sanchez on loan. Maybe that's where we need to go. But in Conte, you trust. Just do what Conte says, um, and and for, forget about sell sell on fees for the next eighteen months to two and a half years. Whether he'll do that is another thing. But the fact that he's appointed Conte will make it has to it has to make you believe that he'll do this. Otherwise, Conte will walk and just. Yeah. Levy will look even worse. Imagine if Levy employs Conte, doesn't back him, and then in six weeks, Conte leaves. Levy's position is unten uh, untenable. It will be mm. untenable. So will he put himself in that position? I don't think he will. So I think mm. he has to back him. I think he yeah, has I'm, to. I'm hoping another. that's the case, because I, I agree. Like There must have been some discussions with Conte saying, I want this, I want that, and... Conte doesn't need to, to, to go to Tottenham for his reputation because his reputation is still intact and most clubs would want him. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree, but, I mean, Levy doesn't really fill you with hope, does he? Um, Wayne Bonner said, uh, a lot of the players are leeching off the club. They need all the comforts taken away. And Barry Ambrose has said, a black January giveaway needed. I disagree with that and say more of a buy one, <laughs> buy one, get one free, so we get rid of two for the price of one. Um, but... Um, Brian, do you see any chance of us getting rid of some of the Deadwood for cut price in January if Conte decides they need to go? Mate, well, put it this way: I'm constant I, at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about starting to go fund me to, to actually uh, pay for Deli Ali to leave. So I, I want to try and make it easier on. Uh, I'm there, mate. I'm there. I'll chuck a donation. I mean, I, I want to talk about him separately later on. Let, let, let's deal with this as a. It, it's come to the point now where you look at the, the team and you look at it over years and people say, oh, this Deadwood's here. So A, he keeps offering them long contracts and B, for some reason, he inflates. I mean, how he sees 40 million in Harry Winks 
and 30 million he tried to get for Sissoko, even though he bought Sissoko for 30 million. He's got four or five years older and declined because of his age. Um, it, it, it baffles me. I don't, it, it's not, it's not a, Mr. Sissoko or Harry Wicks isn't a property that just keeps increasing. Um, you, your contract length and your age and whatever, unless you're someone like Messi who holds his value, you, you, you can't do this. And it, it, it just makes me laugh that this man who is known for driving hard bargains for trying to screw people out of money and then he doesn't like it when it happens to him because he puts overinflated prices. He, 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 that's what so, happens with arrogant people though, isn't it? They, it's absolutely not, fine doing it to other people. Do you know what I don't think it's arrogance? I think it's absolute stupidity. It, I, 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 I'd like to know the school of business that he went to and where he's this business genius because he ain't no genius to me. He's losing yeah, money now. He's losing he, money, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Because what happens is every single time, like with Delhi right now, his contract's winding down. His value, let alone his form, his value is decreasing because of his contract. But then it'll get too low where you're not going to get some money. So it's like, oh, do you know what? Let me offer him another contract. So I spend even more money on him just so his value stays up. It's like, get rid of these people. When, like I said, if, if, if we all have our jobs and you all have targets. If you are regularly not hitting those targets, you go through the disciplinary procedure or yeah. whatever, and then it's like goodbye, see you later, tada! Um, because we're, and, that, and that's for us to support. These guys are on hundreds of thousands of pounds a week, and they continuously do this. And it's been a role of players over over his tenure where it just keeps happening. And you know what? I mean, if well, we'll put it this way, we'll, we'll, we'll soon see. Because if these players still are here and we know there's been offers for them, like serious interest, not not exactly, Wayne, exactly, brother. Um, it's like I, 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 I don't go to the supermarket and say, oh, do you know what? I really, really want that, uh, I don't know, that, that lobster. Let's just say I fancy lobster for dinner. And they go, the lobsters are £50, pounds, $50 dollars, uh, a lobster. And I go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you $22. They're not going to go, oh, yeah, good deal. And then I don't go back and say, all right, 25. They're like, well, no, it says... Fi-. That's how life works. That's how reality is. Um, and... Yeah, Wayne's it, comment there was Levy doesn't seem to understand how yeah. reality works. But, yeah. um, it, it, but, but we've said it before. That lobbyist deal, I think, was the beginning of the was the beginning of this because he got lobbyist, French captain, for an unbelievable deal. Well, you know what happened with that deal? Because of his negotiation. And I think he thought... Oh, I'm Daniel Levy. I can negotiate. I, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. I can do anything, me. I'm Daniel Levy. And he well, tries it with absolutely everything, and people have got wise to it. The, the negotiation is a very nice word for, for putting it. The exact thing happened when it was meant to be £14 million. And then uh, Lenz or Leon, whichever team it was, with uh, beginning with an L he came from, were, yep, go find, talk to him. As soon as he got in the training ground, he goes, I'll give you £8 million. Up, rising up to 12 million on appearances and they're like well no that's the deal's 14 he goes well we either do it this way or we'll sign him for free in january and then they said okay we'll do this deal there's no negotiation he thinks good morning Please. darling my beautiful wife just woke it up um well, so, well, it's a kind of negotiation isn't it it's a negotiating you either want the money or you don't is essentially they were in done. huge debt at the time leon they had to take the money they're in huge yeah. huge debt yeah, but it's just, it's it's absolutely unacceptable. I keep saying this word, unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Um, and 
these players we need them out and the, the thing that gets me and I, I think I can't remember if I said it on your streams yesterday uh, Tommy we've been linked with that Korean defender again the monster what, uh, Kim Jung uh, I can't remember I was about to say the, the, the dictator there. I didn't mean him uh, well, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> actually, uh, who knows him and Levy together who, him and Levy together heaven who's forbid worse? Um, who's worse but, <laughs> but we're, we're apparently we're back in for him now now I'm really really sorry Antonio Conte has never got in for this guy, ever. Mm. Not even... But here we are, and we're getting rumours that the links are we're going for the, the, the monster. I'm not going to try and say his name because I'll make a mistake again. Um, <laughs> he'll, 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 we're trying to sign him now. Correct me if I'm wrong. We were after him before Paratici, and we're after him before Conte. So who's orchestrating the transfers? Paratici? <laughs> But just playing devil's advocate, what oh, I would no. say about that is... Yeah, you're going it, down from red belt very, very quickly. <laughs> it's, I don't want to be red. It's Arsenal colours. I'd rather be lower. Um, <laughs> but but if it's rumours, that, that could just be rumours and it's not actually true. It's just making stories. But then it could be actually true. And then who the hell is... Um, Cheap option. Let, let's look. Let, Levy goes for Tim Min Jay. Thank you, Wayne. Wayne is such a superstar. He's got me out of jail. Thank you, Wayne, brother. Um... It, it, it mate, how many more times do, do people have to realise that the the big big transfers next to nothing come off apart from let's say Dembele and Romero recently, but all the niggly little rumours about these players they come off, they come off, and why? Because the arrogant parasite has to have it his way. I mean. Uh... Yeah, I, 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 I think, like I said, the, the, the lobby steal was the beginning of that. And then Hoiberg, he got a brilliant deal with Carl going the other way. Yeah, and uh, I, I just don't understand if he is bidding for these players, why did you get pa uh, Paratici in in the first place as director of football? But, um, yeah, let's get because through. People believe, because people believe that he's given Paratici the power. So yeah. he's, the, he's the ultimate scapegoat if things go wrong. And yeah, mm -hmm. every time Paratici's name gets read out um, and, and we talk about Don Paratici, is perfect. Levy's going like this. Because if things yeah. fall apart, Paratici's the scapegoat and he can get rid of the scapegoat. Uh, and Levy still looks good. So uh, it, it annoys me. It really annoys me whenever Paratici's name pops up. I'll be, I'll be honest there. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what, though? Do you know what these... Do you know the Leon situation? It, it breaks the bridges with clubs as well. When you do this mm. with clubs... Well, they charged the more for Ndombele, didn't they, because of that? It's nearly £70 million. How the fuck is mm. Ndombele worth nearly £70 million? Like, oh, it, you know, even if he realises potential, he's got £60, £70 million. Mm. Like, with with that, though, there were quite a few clubs sniffing around him, so it's with, it's it's Leon's prerogative to say, well, you, all these players, teams want him. I don't mind a bidding war. He's X amount, and then we bid it. But, yeah... At the moment in time, he ain't worth that much money. But Southampton too. What we done with Wanyama? It was a good deal, but they mm. were struggling financially too. So we're just going to yeah. uh, we're going to have to pay. It, it looked like it's great smart business at the time, and I thought so as a Spurs fan. I thought, oh bloody, oh he's getting Lloris for eight million, Wanyama for eight million, Van der Vaart was like nine, ten million, mm. world class player. But you, you've but, got um, to understand. It actually affects you later on. It yeah. does affect you later. You've on. got to understand, and he's a businessman apparently. So you've got to understand that relationships in business are kind of key. And you've got to understand that while Leon needed the money, Southampton needed the money so you can get those players on the cheap, you know, 
Aston Villa don't need the money. So when they say get 25 million for Jack Greenish, you pay the 25 million. You don't pay 22 and try and play hardball with their best player. You've paid a 25. And when you're paying 22, what the fuck is 3 million? Um, but yeah, so he's got to understand if he's this great businessman that different, <laughs> you know, buying a player doesn't isn't one size fits all. It's different scenarios for different players and different clubs. And he doesn't seem to understand that. And it's to our own bloody detriment. And, and simply, Asa said here, if we don't get rid of a lot of these players, because it works the same way as well. You, you want to get rid of these players that are crap. You're not going to get the money that you wanted for them when they were playing well in the 16-17 season. If we don't get rid of these players and invest in players, this cl club will keep tumbling down the hill and be in a relegation battle in the next couple of seasons or worse. I'm not sure relegation battle, but certainly tumbling down. And uh, Wayne... Uh, if needs be, use some of the dead wood to transfer deals to bring better players in, players plus cash. But I'm not really sure who the hell <laughs> would want people like um, Deli Alley and Winks. Uh, he's also going to say exactly, Brian, we're still chasing, being linked with players. Levy's been chasing for at least two years. Manager has to and should pick the players he wants in his team. But that, that's been something from even Martin Yole's day. Martin Yole wanted a left-back. And then Kamali went and bought Darren Ben. I mean, Darren Ben can't play as a bloody striker, let alone at left back. Who was the chairman then? Yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 my, my bad. Yeah, and, uh, Cody, uh, uh, Mac. Players for Spurs who are smart, in my opinion. Lowy's son, Hoiberg, Romero, Skip, maybe. That's it. The rest are literally, <laughs> literal dumb shits. That's why we keep learning from the same mistakes, learning it in inverted commas. Uh, but yeah, I mean... We, we could go on about Moura and the transfer situation for, for uh, you know, another two days. But uh, we have got a game against Burnley. Uh, Burnley are unbeaten in four. Uh, most of those draws, they are 17th, but they're unbeaten in four, which suggests difficult to beat. So it's going to be a pretty tight game, I would suggest, Tommy. And uh, something you said as well on your channel yesterday, which I'll put a banner for, is how do we cope with Wooden Barnes? Because uh, Dye will play. And he let Calvert-Lewin, who is a good striker, but not one you'd uh, associate with great header of the ball, out-leaping when uh, Everton won 1-0 last year. And Wooden Barnes are great in the air, and that's how Burnley played. So how do we cope with Wooden Barnes, certainly if Romero isn't playing? It's a big, big problem. It's a big, big problem. Romero's not... Romero's not... His ultimate ability is not in the air either. He's aggressive yeah. on the floor. He's probably not... It's probably not his biggest strength. But I, I think he would, give it, he, he would give a little nudge, I think, before the jump comes in to put them off so they can't jump as high, whereas I'm not sure uh, uh, Dyer, Sanchez, whatever, are quite that savvy. Sanchez in the air is woeful against strong boys. I remember before the Burnley game, I was I was assessing him a lot, during my not during my streams, when I was watching games. I watched games back. And Sanchez, when he'd done the uh, MC Hammer thing against uh, Man City, when he fell flat on his face, I just focused on him for the next 10 games. <laughs> uh, I've focused on him for the next yeah he, he is his legs just fly about they flop about on the floor he does it once every game once or twice every game so um, and when it, it's strange though isn't it we we were backing him on your channel yesterday which was around about the same time so you know 24 hours ago why though Chris because he played good 30 minutes against Leeds like Cessna, you played a good 15 minutes against yeah. Leeds. You're like, oh, this guy, they're, they're going to be great. Dyer, Dyer is world class after the Leeds performance. Leeds had no attack. What well, he'll, he'll, If he mm. fouls against Burnley, which he probably will, we, 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 all said, we all said, we all said, get, torture ourselves. get rid of Vodon, which he hasn't really had. He played yesterday, didn't he, Vodon? But uh, I didn't really notice him in the highlights. I only watched the highlights. But yeah, Sanchez, 
I mean, me and Brian are in agreement. I think that he's got all the tools. Absolutely. But for some oh, reason, it never, 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 never comes off. And and I, I think it was Dan who was on as well was saying, get rid of uh, Sanchez because he's 27, where the other two in that situation that you gave, uh, Rodon, Tanganga, are young, so could very well be moulded by um, uh, uh, Conte. Um, but yeah, I mean, how, how, how would you go about stopping? It's got to start with a supply, hasn't it? There's no crosses coming in. There's no chance for Wood and Barnes to head the ball. Um, but if they do cross in, which will inevitably happen, how, how would you go about, in terms of sorting out your defence and everything, if you were Conte, go about trying to stop so, so them first getting all, the, the... First of all, Chris, what I'm going to bring up as well, and I'm happy you mentioned his name just now, Tommy, uh, Roden. For me, Roden is just as guilty for the first goal as Sanchez, if not more. And the reason I say that, Sanchez slipped. It can happen to <coughs> uh, it happened to Steven Gerrard famously. And we all know what happened there. And by the way, I'm not saying that Sanchez is anywhere near the class of Gerrard. To me, Gerrard's an absolute icon. Um, but if you watch the replays again, he cut inside and Sanchez slipped. And then rather than Rodon rushing out to him, Rodon just stands there like this with his hands behind his back. Rather than rushing out to try and put some pressure on the shot or to, to distract him, he just stands there and he's used as a perfect thing to curl around. So for that first goal, Rodon is just as much to blame as Sanchez. And that, that's not me just backing Sanchez up because Sanchez was woeful. And I, I openly admit it yesterday. Uh, but Rodon takes some responsibility. Listen... For me, he, we, 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 the defence needs sorting because I, I don't trust our attack. And that's including Harry Kane. That's including Harry Kane. And I've been saying this for a long time. Um, yes, he took his goal well. But what else did he do? Once again. Once again. Well done. That's another. If I was to say to you now, we're at November the what, 26th. And Harry Kane has one Premier League goal. One. And it's not like he's had an injury or or... He, he hasn't been playing the full games. It's uh, it's it, 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 it's not on. And we need to sort this defence out. We obviously know we're going back three. Davies. Do you know what? I'm, Davies didn't start. And it means he plays. And I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy that Davies is coming back in. Because, I mean, this is the state we're in. Uh, I mean, I can't, I, I can't even remember the substitutes. Did Davies even come on yesterday? Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I know uh, Sun did, Morva did. Uh... Actually, I think he's the guy that fell in the lead up to the second goal, wasn't it? That gave him. I, th I, think, I think he, he did come, come on. I think I think he did come on. But, but this deed still. I mean, yesterday Dyer's the only one actually that could hold his head up. Dyer is the only one that could hold his head up with any kind of uh, uh, respect or or whatever. Because again, he put in a shift. Again, he put in a shift. Um, and we're playing it. We're having to play every single game, so we're going to get burnout again, especially at this time where burnout is the last thing you need. Um, listen, I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just, I, I don't even know where to to go anymore. Yes, we've got Conte, but but like Conte even said yesterday, I mean his cop his comments yesterday. Oh my god, it's like he's already calling Levy out. When he said, "I'm happy to be here," it was like, "Oh my god, here we go. This has got to be a brand new record." Um, but even he said you can have a great car and push it as many times or, or worse to that effect, but it doesn't mean you win a right or whatever. But I, I, I don't trust a single one of them. And the only one I do trust right now is Romero, and he's out bloody injured. Son, and Hoiberg. Mate, uh, like my, my love for Hoiberg, we know I always trust him, but he has not been on, uh, on his top game this season. He's had a couple of good games, 
But when I was on Paxton Road this week, we saw that he played every single Premier League minute last season. And he's played and all the, but and one. The, and the Euros have the, uh, yeah. the the mental, must be exhaustion and everything. Yep. The Christian uh, Eriksen situation. And then carried on playing for another, I don't know how many more. Yeah, games I, I don't, don't forget, four. he went to the Euros, got married and came back to training two days early. <laughs> to get to get started, and he's only missed one minute in Premier League football this mm. season. People are having a go at him. It's ridiculous. And Absolutely ridiculous. Exactly. And do you know what? He hasn't been at his best, and I will always trust him because I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. But he hasn't been at his. Uh, he hasn't been at his top. Romero is the only one I trust. That's including human sub. That's including mm. Hugo Lloris. That's is it, mate? He look like 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 Tommy Tommy said earlier about let let's not do that. Let it's we've got to start blaming the attackers that aren't creating. Sun started off on fire. I mean, I, I don't care what's happened here now. How can Sun and Kane be telepathic one season and not even be able to find each other the next? How is that even possible? You've built up an understanding over years and said it's because we work, 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 work at this relationship. And then the next season, what do you say? Yeah, we've done everything now. Let's down tools. No, there is something fundamentally wrong at that club. And I pray we sort this out before Romero gets infected or Romero asks to leave. I'm not saying he's going to ask to leave in January or in the summer, but whilst this poison and this deadwood and this acceptance of mediocrity is there, it's just going to carry on infecting people. It's just going to carry on rotting people. Um, so for Burnley, mate, do you know what? I, 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 I said, do you know what? When we contacted his first Premier League game at home to Leeds, I said... It's probably the best game he could have asked for because we're at home mm. and Lee's just attack, 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 and their defensive issues. And I said to, I said on, on Brian Ireland's other show on the, the North End pod that Man U could probably not have a worse game to play than Chelsea away on your first mm. Premier League game without Lee. Uh, without Lee, you fuck me. I wish oh, you were. Um, without Solskjaer, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, now, to tell you the truth, I can't think of a worse place for us to be going right now. Mm. Burnley, because these, this is a game where you know it's going to be a tough game and you need balls and you need battlers and you need spirit. We got none. We got yeah, none. He, he, even if Burnley are like no points after 20 games, it's still a really tough game and a really yeah. tough place to go. It doesn't matter where they are in the league or how they're playing. It's still a tough, tough, and, tough game. And this is this is the thing, uh, Chris, as well, because we were talking about Leicester at the moment and their decline and they're, they're running is fairly easy over Christmas, like Norwich's, Southampton's, what, what, whatever. But I said, you know what? That's probably the worst teams to be playing right now because they're games you should be winning. And if you don't, mm. it's going to put more pressure. Mm. And right now, after that performance and and then going to Burnley and having a bad performance, it, 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 it just really, really isn't good. And the, the people I feel really sorry for are the, the, the hardcore fans that went out to Mura. Should be refunded immediately, but we were a club that will never do that. Um, and the Spurs—I mean, the Spurs home fans are great, but the Spurs away fans that travel everywhere—and I do mean everywhere—I know a lot of people that literally. There's a lot of the Levy Out Brigade that will go to all the away games because their season ticket, but they will not step foot in the ground. They will not step foot in the ground. And these people, like when they went to Burnley last time, the Carabao Cup, some people didn't get back till four in the morning because there's no public transport. So it was like ridiculous trying to get whatever, and it's. It's just shocking. It's just shocking. Um, I have absolutely no confidence whatsoever going into this game. Absolutely none. 
Yeah, well, that, that brings us on to one of the comments, uh, but uh, we'll get to one first uh, from Simplier. So Undombele and Lacelso Cessignon, cost around 140 million total, still not fit. I mean, they may not be fit, but Cessignon should know better than that. And all three of them should be able to put a shift in and do something against a team like Moura. With no disrespect to Moura. That's 140 million. Think what that 140 million could have done. Yeah. Think yeah. what that 140 million could have done. Yeah, we talk about that's... business. We talk about bad business. That's 140 million pounds. Mm. Grealish would have cost 20. And even if we sold Grealish on, it's another Wait, 8 million. That's, Wait, that's, a, two, that's a 220 million pounds wasted because you could have got 100 million pounds for Grealish mm. spending 20. And then you've spent because you've had to, because you haven't bought Grealish, you've had to get number 10s in. And 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 Don Bellet, the Greenish one, I couldn't understand because what is three million when you've already paid twenty two? Oh, it's just ridiculous. But uh, so did, the, ace... the great businessman's not such a great businessman. He's not no, such no. a great businessman now. He's lost, losing yeah. but, serious but I, amounts I, I, of I money. Think, I think the Loris thing has basically made him get a bigger, bigger ego and think I can yeah. do anything I want. And I think as brilliant as that signing was, I think it's been a detriment for the next. Uh, Hundred percent. Years we've had Louis. hundred million percent. Uh, yeah. Simply Ace. Then um, trying to follow suit with what you said, Brian. Uh, Burnley will win this game with a set piece. Best way to beat Burnley is to dominate possession, but we can't even pass straight. And then Hoiberg mentioned with uh, Wayne, which uh, I've already read this, and I totally agree. Hoiberg walks walks onto that pitch exhausted after last year or so. Still sweats blood for our team. Brentford Cup game last season tried to continue when his shin was cut open. And, yeah, I mean, people won't generally have a go at Ali. They've kind of gone, oh, fine, I can't be bothered. Are we doing a late Well, we can do, yeah. But uh, you don't see that many people have a go at Ali because they've just given up with him. But then they have a go at Hoiberg and moan that Ali doesn't try. But then uh, Hoiberg does try. And then, uh, you know, have a go at him. But, yeah, I mean... uh, (laughs) Delhi, Brian. I'm I'm assuming this isn't going to be something that's going to get you a Christmas card from him. But uh, what would you want to say about Delhi? I've done a few tweets about him over the last 24 hours. Um, the fall from grace is appalling. The fall from grace is disgraceful. The fall from grace is abysmal. The fall from thank you, darling. The fall from, uh, it's just, you know what, it's absolutely fucking horrific. It's absolutely disgusting how this guy is even allowed to come into the, uh, into the squad. I would, right now, I would, I, I, I'd like to put him in under 23s like we did for Danny Rose, for Danny Rose, but I wouldn't want to give uh, Danny the satisfaction of playing with people at 23 and stopping them. Um, Delhi Ali said it's not worth wasting his breath on Delhi Ali, but unfortunately we're on a stream, so we have uh, to talk about him. Yeah, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> he is. That's what my beagle thinks of Delhi Ali. Well, 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 do you know what as well? Uh, well, uh, well your, your beagle showing a bit more of intensity than Delhi <laughs> Ali shows on the pitch. Do you, do you know what it, the, the thing that the thing that gets me? And I, I use this what I said before a lot. You look at footballers, they, they have a limited time to earn their... I mean, he's earning big bucks, it's not a big problem, mm-hmm. but he's never going to want to work again and whatever. But you, your, your career is very short as a player. As a player. And you've got a job that there's billions of people around the world that would do literally anything to, to experience, whether it be for five minutes, five years, five, whatever. And when you've got someone at the football club like Ryan Mason, 
whose career mm. ended like that. Not through choice, not through his own doing, but through a horrific, horrific injury that, quite frankly, could have killed him. Not like a broker, it could have killed him. Mm. And he has to make it... All right, don't get me wrong, he's going to earn good money as a, a, on the coaching staff or what he was doing, you know what I mean? But when you see that a player's career can go like that, even at the... Like, I can't remember how young he was when it happened, but he was in his 20s. Uh, 26, mid- 27, something go. like that. Which is... A, so, Deli is what, 25 now? And to know that he can go like that. Like that, your career could be wiped out. And he acts like this. He acts like this. And then you look at it and all the all, all the players and the managers say, do you know what? Let's... Uh, Let's have a. I, I want to be able to show my grandkids and my kids my trophies I've won and I've won my accolades and this is that. What's he going to go down for? I snogged Pep's girlfriend, uh, daughter. <laughs> I've, I, I'm very good at Fortnite and I had this stupid, ridiculous Crayola crown haircut. Um, it's. Fu- I mean, have some respect for yourself, man. Have some fucking respect. And the fact that he still doesn't come out and apologise. Don't worry, everyone. He'll go to Dubai and get a six pack because that really. Why everyone fell for that nonsense? Oh, I'm does it every bit. summer. Mate, does it every pe- summer. People fall for it. Pe- I've got and got a six pack because I, I must admit, in all these stats that I've checked on me, I, I, I can't where it says, do you know what, the most goals off a six pack or the biggest six pack of the year or the biggest pathetic. The guy is a disgrace. Um, I would have made him walk home from Slovenia. I would have made him walk home. <laughs> and I'm not, I, mate, I would have made him not, I would have taken his passport and said, well, you'll need to call the embassy now and get your new passport. I would have done anything. He has to go. His attitude is probably, and this is a big shout for me, is probably the worst attitude I've ever seen at Tottenham Hotspur. The worst attitude. Now, if you mentioned Judas, Judas didn't really show his bad attitude. He just went on a free and whatever. Uh, he's still putting effort in in the I game. Think it's, do you he? know what? I think it's a toss-up between him and Ndombele, to be honest with you. No, I no, think no. his is atrocious no. as well. Don't, don't get me wrong. Ndombele is not. But this you've got to remember, he's come from France. He, we, he knows he's a lazy but whatever. Oh. We, we kind of saw that and knew what we were getting from the start. When you see what Deli, what he was doing at MK Duns, what you saw that he was capable of at Tottenham Hotspur, when you saw what he was doing at England... And then even with Jose, when you saw for the first few games when he did that incredible flick against West Ham and that incredible goal against Manchester United with the little touch and then he, you know he's got it. You know he has got it. And he has the capability to do it on a regular basis. And he's doing this for countless amount of managers. And on the, I keep going on again about when he's on the goddamn physio couch and he's talking about name your three favourite chocolate bars. No. Let's name your three fucking bad attributes and work on them. You got more than three, trust me, and work on them. He is absolutely. We 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 got people that would would, would do anything for Tottenham Hotspur for a fraction of what that guy earns, and he does this. I can't. I mean, honestly, I can't. The day he goes, I will be such a happy guy. I will be so happy when Dali Ali leaves this football club, and I never ever ever want to see him in a Spurs shirt again ever. Yeah, I mean, what do you think of Delhi, uh, Tommy? Because I, I did feel a little bit sorry for him a few years ago because I thought he, he's one of these players that needs a certain system to play. And people like an Ericsson and Dembele created so much space for him, and he was able to run into that and then uh, sort of that out. And then 
And then that was his game, running into the space off the ball. And then obviously those two went, and then he had to kind of adapt, and he's just completely just gone to pieces with it. And, and with Ndombele, what I would say about him is Jose publicly called him out on TV, I think, ironically enough, after the Burnley game in that season. Um, and he, he stepped up and then got back into his team. So with his attitude, I think it's markedly better than Delhi's because he's tried, whereas Delhi just... Yeah, just seems to not want to care. And uh, Brian made a good point with, with, you know, it can just go like that. And I, I, I do think with Delhi, he was he was 18 year old or whatever it was like that, and then became a millionaire. But then people get luck in life, and that's fine. You you've got to take that luck and and realize that it's luck, and then and then you know take that to to better yourself. Not just well, I've got luck, I don't need to do anything anymore. Which is he's seemingly more interested in his computer games and his sponsorships and his hair and his private life. He's a bloody footballer for Christ's sake. I thought, I thought he was going to say private parts then. But, no, <laughs> well, he probably is. He's probably got Crayola, Crayola coloured uh, yeah. you know, what down there as well. Uh, that's probably higher than football in this list of priorities, I, I, I would imagine. But he's supposed to be a bloody footballer and yet. Every time he goes onto the pitch, he can't pass the ball and doesn't. He, he just ambles around and and. I mean, what do you think of him? Um, it's just. Do you yeah. know what? Do you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't owe us. It doesn't owe us anything. It doesn't owe us a living. We need to move him on. It's as simple as that. We need to get rid of him as soon as you start seeing this destructive behaviour. What I think it is now. I don't think it is just attitude. I think it's quality. I think his attitude was shocking for two years, and now I think. That's that. That is what he's become. He's become that player, and I don't think he can turn it back now. I really don't think he will get no. it back. I, I think his quality is gone for too long. He he pissed about. Uh, he, you know, Conte can take the ketchup away. He can take the video games away. He can do whatever he, whatever he wants. I think Delhi's just a complete lost cause. I I, I just think um, his time his time has to come to an end. And on with Brian. On with Brian. He's the first one we need to move on. He really is. Yeah. He's the first one that he just needs to go. Imagine young players that are looking at, we've got a quality under 23s right now. We're going to bear a lot of fruit in the future. Imagine looking up, seeing Deli Ali amble about, Ndombele amble about. This is what you do as a professional footballer. No, it's not just what they're not offering the team. It's the toxicity and it, and it goes down. It goes down to all levels. We don't need that. It will bring the players around him down and it will certainly bring the young players down. You can't look, you can't have them as the as, as the players you're looking up to. It's gonna be it's gonna be problematic. Deli Ali, please, 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 even if even if it's on loan, please can we just get rid of him in January? I think getting rid of some of these toxic players will just see a turn. We'll just see a yeah. turn right there, straight away. I honestly and, do believe that. And then that's a lot of it. Do they go or do they not? Uh, yeah, a couple of comments. Uh, Bob Spurs sent his apologies, uh, but no no apologies necessary, Bob. No worries at all. I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, Josh, Tottenham guy. How you doing, Josh? Uh, I just want to say to Josh, Josh has just tuned in. So Josh, uh, thinking of you, buddy, he's going through a bit of a, a, a very tough time now and he needs a, a lot of support. So Josh, I'm here for you whenever you need, mate. And uh, just give me a call if you need. Same brothers. Yeah, oh, no. same mate. Say I'll do a lot of streams yeah. with Josh, man. I didn't I didn't know about that. Josh, take yeah. it easy, brother. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. Yeah, I, I don't know Josh that well, but uh, obviously you know my Twitter handle and, and mobile number. So if you need anything, just uh ping me a message. Uh and Barry Delhi finished, showed it last night. 
<laughs> last night, you could probably put the last 15 nights that he's played, I think, uh, with that. Um, yeah, but uh, in terms of Burnley, in terms of Burnley, uh, Tommy, will Conte pick the same team as the Leeds game, the, the t- same team that's starting? For me, I think he has to as much as he can because that team won and certainly in the second half showed that they want to win. Um so uh so uh, I'm trying to fit I'm trying to yeah, think what do you think the lineup will be? So he was forced to make changes, wasn't he, in the Leeds the, the Leeds game, Skip being suspended. I think Skip will come back. Is I he back? Is it, just back. A, it was two it was five yellows, wasn't it? So it's just suspended. So it's just a ban, one game ban, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, due yeah. to the sending off. So and, yeah, and I think Romero he'll be back was obviously weeks. enforced as well. Yeah, it looks like Romero's gonna be out for longer than expected too which is hard <laughs> he is our best center back i mean i think i think it's too early to start rating romero to be honest with you i still think it's too early but for me already he's our best center back so we've lost our best so, center back who, who, who plays instead of him the same as Leeds? i think it was Davies. uh it was tanganga and dyer wasn't it tanganga came in didn't he yeah tanganga came in but it was subbed in the second half so mm, we but... as spurs fans thought you know sanchez played well for 30 minutes before the Murray maybe, game, maybe Tanganga would be a good thing after what he did to Sterling and Grealish, just bashing into them, showing they're in for a game. Maybe that's the kind of thing. Love him. Uh, Burnley Love him. are kind of a, a physical team, aren't they? Really. So may, maybe that's the thing that's needed, rather than a Sanchez who, who would presumably try and be touch tight but not be physical. I'd much prefer Tanganga. I'd have Tanganga. I'd have Tanganga. I think and. and I'd pick the same team that won that second half against Leeds. I don't think there were any subs, were there, until later on. So I, I'd, I, I, so I, I think it was the same Skip team. In. I would put Skip back in. One of the problems is they got their their outstanding player this season. Yeah. Is I, I meant the defence. Yeah, obviously Skip comes in for Winks, but I, oh, right, yeah, yeah. exactly the same team I'd put in, and just yeah, they were the last team to be. in. Yeah, I, I I try and avoid as many of the <laughs> players from last night as as physically possible. Uh, Kane, obviously, the exception of Dyer, I think, played as well. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, Sanchez, um, it's between Sanchez, Roden and Tanganga, isn't it? With Ramiro for yeah. that position on the right now that Ramiro's out. It could be either one of them. I, I don't think it's going to be rolled on. I don't want to keep dissing the guy. I just don't think he's good enough for Spurs. Mm-hmm. I think Brighton are interested. That's his sort of level. Um, so I think Tanganga, the fact that he's 21, give him a run of games. Just give the man a run yeah. of games because I think he's got he's got everything. If the if the centre back quartet is struggling like it is now, just give Tanganga a run of games uh, because I think he can he can come good. And I, we've said for a long time, fellow streamers, right centre back could be his perfect role. Uh, so yeah. I would put him in not just because Sanchez had a hard time last night. Just just give he's a Spurs boy through and through like Skippy. We're building for the future. It's good to see these. It's good to see these youth players coming through, and he's more yeah. more than good enough. The problem with Burnley is Corne. I think they got Corne and Dwight McNeil on the same side, and it's on Emerson's side. And defensively, he is he is struggling yeah. massively. I love Dwight Emerson. McNeil. I'd love him at Spurs. I'd he's take a quality him in a player. I'd, I'd take him in a outstanding player. Corne yeah. is killing it as well on that side for Burnley. Yeah. He is big time. He is Leon guy as well, and he costs fifteen million pounds. I think we missed out there. Uh, so so they, they do have some quality and I worry about Sanchez in the air against big guys mm. Sanchez is, is a liability he's a liability for Colombia when he comes up against the big guys uh, yeah I, I, I do I do worry I think Tanganga would be the best option Davis looks fine he knows how to play left centre back and, and Dyer Dyer's okay do you know what Dyer's okay with the with the big boys, he might be okay with Wood. He struggles with pace. As soon as there's a bit of pace, he's in he's in trouble. So um, 
So I think uh, I th- we should be favourite. We sh- we should we we go into it as favourites. You know, we beat Burnley mm. away from home in the Carabao Cup. They weren't at their strongest. That was under Nuno. So I'd still make us favourites. And uh, it's only one injury. We still only have one injury, Ramiro. <laughs> Imagine it's going to yeah. get a lot worse than that going into the festival. Yeah. So it's still one injury, and we're worried. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, but I'd still I'd still you have to be favourites even away at even away at Turf Moor. Yeah, uh, just quickly, 14 people are watching, but only six likes. So come on, people, get that tallying up. Get that tallying up. Have you got the uh, 50 yet? Have you got the 150 yet? Smash that uh, subscribe, yeah, I don't people. Know. Let me have a look. Let me have a look on the phone. But a message here from uh, Josh. It's hard to pick a team, not going to lie. Half the lineup need to go. Uh, I mean, is that is that the first team as well, Josh, or just the second team? Whoa, 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 Delhi, Dyer, Winks all need to go. It's a matter of urgency. Wouldn't even be mad to see Hoiberg go. Bang average. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Brian? <laughs> so, no, no. I mean, I'm not going to... I mean, he's mentioned two players there. Hoiberg, we, we, he knows my love for Hoiberg. But like I've said the whole time... you got to remember, I've said this the whole time. Under Conte, as much as I love Hoiberg, if there's an upgrade on Hoiberg, there's no there's no room on, on, on ceremony here or, or sentiment. If we get an upgrade on Hoiberg, you get an upgrade on Hoiberg. I don't care. That's how you win stuff. Um, I wouldn't put him in that list to get rid of. Neither are right now Dyer. Uh, the other two, 100%. But the only, mate, I'm, I'm going to tell you my uh, my starting three. Four, yeah, three. Lloris, Dyer, Skip. and Or Skip or Hoiberg. Depend which one he does. Cause I don't want to see both of them together because it's just not been working uh, on a on an attacking side and we need we need attacking. The rest, I don't care. I actually just don't care. I, my mission now isn't to, uh, or my... My resources and time and effort. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the games, and everything, but it's not in this. It's it, it's doing what I set out to do from the beginning, and it's getting the parasite out. So that's where all my thought and everything else is going. The manager's paid enough to pick the team. I'm sorry he's got to pick a bunch of deadbeats and uh, shit, but that's because of the parasite that I'm going to try and get out with everyone. Um, that's where that's where I go. Listen, whatever team he picks, he can't. We can't be a team called Mura. Uh, as, as Simeon said yesterday, do you realise we've we, we've lost every single one of our away games in the Carabao Cup? Mm. Uh, Carabao Cup in the uh, in conference the Conference League. league. Oh no, we drew with Rennes. Yeah. Sorry, what, what, what do you fucking do? Um, <laughs> lost to lost to Packard, lost to Mura, lost to Vitesse, and drew with Rennes. Yeah, this I, is where I just yeah, I mean. But you, you can't keep picking like uh, loads of the first team because they're going to get absolutely destroyed uh, 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 physically by the um, by by Christmas. But um, yeah, just had a look online. 150 we've reached subscribers now. I actually said it wrong earlier. I meant Woo-hoo. 200 I want, so not 150, but I appreciate it. Uh, 200 we want now, so that's next target. Uh, Josh has asked, uh, uh, do you think Cess could play that box to boss? Box to box midfielder role alongside Skip and Hoiberg. I'm not sure. I think he's cut out to be a wing back, uh, like the Victor Moses um, um, part. Uh, just uh, quickly, Bob said, uh, uh, thanks to you two guys contributing to a, ge- a great show last night. Like I said on the stream last night, it's probably the best thing to have happened to Conte so far since surviving. I'm assuming that's because it literally shows him what he's got to work with. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tommy Sessignon, box to box midfielder. No, I, 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 I'm not sure on that. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, but no, 
That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> no. I don't, he can't play in his best position, left wing back. So I don't. It, it looks like it's suiting him the most. Yeah. Um, I saw him play for the under 23s earlier on in the season as well. It just looks. I, yeah, I, I can only assume yesterday he's he's really wanting to make an impression. It's got a bit too excited, but you can understand that with somebody who's like 18 and only played one or two games. Sessignon has played in the Premier League, and, and uh, you've got to be smarter than that, surely. I just don't understand that at all, and, and uh, that's not going to, uh, you know, <laughs> he needs to, to be loaned out at all. He needs to be loaned to a Premier yeah. League club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Conte out, needs players that you can trust, and if you're going to get sent off like that very quickly, Conte ain't going to trust you, and Conte won't be able to trust you. But uh, very quickly, Brian. We, we, Tommy mentioned it earlier with the Carabao Cup win against Burnley. Will that give us any edge in terms of kind of mentality or make Burnley wary? Or will the, both sets of teams just think, well, that was then, this is now. Those were uh, uh, kind of a second team, second string and half and half. And it won't make a blind bit of difference. Did beating Leeds and beating Vitesse give the team confidence to go to Mura? Did that give us an edge? Um this, uh, listen, these players earn a hell of a lot of money. Like I keep saying, as everyone knows, doing the things we love. But when you get paid this money, and when you do these things, you're not just paid for your ability on the pitch. You're paying for the mentality, for the winning mentality, for the the good, humble, feet-on-the-ground attitude, their passion, their commitment. It's not just... Every it's not just what they do on the pitch, it's how they conduct themselves off it. And I'm not talking about in their social life. I mean in the training grounds, uh the experience they soak up. You look you look at players that have been at United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, they've been there for years. They soak up this uh, experience and it becomes a sponge and they pass it on to everyone and say, This is a winning culture, this is what there's none of this here. There's none of this here. If anything, you think I'll probably if anything, sorry, Chris, it'll give Burnley more of an edge because they'll want revenge for being knocked out of a cup. Because let's face it, the only real possibility Burnley have a winning silverware is if they go on a cup run. Same as us. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> do, do you think Conte will be able to bring that that winning mentality? Because uh, my, my question earlier, is there any positivity in going out of the Conference League? Which uh, Conte will say, absolutely not, because winning is winning. But so, do you think he can bring that winning mentality? We're all um, a, a lot of streamers, certainly on on Twitter as well, impressed and, and pleased with the reaction that he gave to all of the players after the Leeds game. You know, the high fiving and everything, and the, the, the you know, and I thought at the time, I think I said this yesterday on your stream, Tommy, that uh, that to me is trying to get the winning mentality in. Every win matters. Do, do you think he can get that winning mentality? It's going to take time, and you need a lot of that dead wood out. But do you think in time, in his in his uh, Time at Tottenham, he will be able to get that in. I think I just purchased a ticket to the Ren game, so I hope we win. I hope we win the Ren game. But overall, I'm not that bothered about the Conference League. I said before the Conference League started, I wanted to beat Pacos. When we lost in the first leg, everyone lost their shit. Rightly so, because we shouldn't be losing to Pacos. I was like, I hope we qualify because we need the six games for the youngsters to give the youngsters some game time. But the fact that we haven't really used it for the youngsters and we're still losing games, <laughs> um, I... I I don't care if we don't make it. If we if we've got a lack of depth in it next next uh, after the after February, which we might have because Conte might not invest, uh, Levy might not invest. Um, we wouldn't be completely surprised if he doesn't. We don't need the games. We don't need the extra games. And we're just going to go out anyway. Do you know what I'm We're going to go as you see. You've got good Europa leagues going in there. It looks like the best we can do is qualify. 
uh, is is have that sixteen round. Uh, I think I think that's it. We've got the FA Cup to focus on, Carabao Cup, and most importantly, the league. The league's the bread and butter. Uh, so I wouldn't be that angry if we went out a uh, uh, conference league. If I'm honest, but I do hope we win against Ren. Ren. I hope we win against every team, but I obviously hope we win against Ren in this so good performance. It, 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 even if a game that you paid a ticket for, which will be freezing bloody cold, and you see an abject performance, you wouldn't be that bothered. Oh no, be bothered. Maybe, 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 on, maybe on maybe on reflection, but at the time when you're shaking like a like a but dog. In the whole, uh, but in the whole scheme of things, the conference <laughs> league going out wouldn't be wouldn't mean a great yeah. deal to me. If I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, uh, Bob's put a quote here from Conte about Levy. If we can, t- if we combine this ability off the pitch with what I can give on the pitch, we can really set up a serious and profound work. Uh, so it's very different to what all the other managers have been saying. They haven't mentioned Levy at all, really. They've all, all said, and, and Mark from uh, Emotion Pod mentioned this on on here a little while ago. Conte, in all of his press conferences, hasn't mentioned that the, the, the players are good enough. He's mentioned the great infrastructure, the great training ground, and blah, 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 but not the uh, great players. So, uh, what do you read into that, uh, Brian? So, I mean, first of all, the thing I want to say Obviously, is what we're. Conte which, your favourite person. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, what, 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 what. What 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 Every single one of us, whether you're Levy in or Levy out, that was to show, like Klopp does with the cop when he goes like that at the end of every game, whether they win, lose or draw. That's what he needs to do. He needs to wake the the, the crowd up and make them all, make it that place of fortress because, boy, do, does he need us because the players can't do it for him. The players have just disrespected him with uh, the way they played yesterday. Um, so what, what Conte said yesterday, I mean... Do you know what? I, I, I watched it at a friend's house. Uh, who, so I was on the public, I got public transport. And then whilst I was waiting for my Uber and I got to... Uh, sorry, so I heard the comments and then We Are Tottenham TV played the press conference of that with him saying it. And do you know what? I'm so happy he said it. I'm so happy he said it because he has been called out to his face in no uncertain terms about the state of this club. What do you reckon and, Levy's response? Uh, not not responses in, in public, but in his head, like, what he what he thinks about what Conte said there? Or... I, mate, I think it's water off the back. I think it's water off the back, mate. Listen, the the, the 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 I mean, how I how I this is the, the the way I looked at this whole Conte coming in thing is Paratici had to fire Nuno, which is core part of his responsibility. I get that, but Daniel Levy hides behind Paratici. I'll get you to do it because that's your job. Blah blah blah. Levy had nothing to do with bringing in Conte. He may have signed everything off, but Paratici was the big fish that hooked him in and was the uh, the X factor to get it in. Now, if you watch that first video when he's having the walk around the stadium and he's he's doing that first little talk like that three minute video they do to welcome to Tottenham Conte. Did you see that little fucking rat and parasite in the changing room having little jokes with him <laughs> and looking like the big I am? Where was Paratici? Nowhere. So it's when the when the good stuff is happening. Oh, here I am. Here I am. Look, look, look what Daniel Levy did. Woohoo! Champagne and Skittles. But when it's the bad shit, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get Paratici mm-hmm. to do it. Um, 
the club is fundamentally wrong. Um, the fact that Conte has come out and said that I'm, I'm just so happy. Like, like Bob, like Bob uh, said, this is the best thing that could, I mean, in, in the most embarrassing result in this club's 139-year history, the fact that Conte's come out and said this, like I said, Levy out people can't lose because he either backs him seriously and with the players he wants and we start winning and job mission accomplished on that side or he screws this up and it's it, it's it, it's thunder and lightning guys I've, yeah. I've really got to go i just got some really bad news about my stepson uh, he's oh. about hospital with my stepson so i've got i've got i've got to run boys Tommy, right. if, you need me, cheers for bro, if you need me if you need yeah. me call me all right cheers yeah, boys, same, cheers, same boys. Here. Oh. yeah tommy talks ball check that out uh yeah uh, hopefully he's okay and uh yeah, Tommy Talks Ball is in the description. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. Just type in Tommy Talks Ball uh, or go to Tommy's uh, uh, Twitter handle, which is in the description as well. And you'll be able to find the link there. But yeah, uh, sorry, uh, Brian. Yeah, no, that, that's what I was going to say. It's just, uh, it gets to the point now where, like I said to you, it, whatever happens on the pitch now, I love my club. I'll bleed blue and white. I'll support the club. I, I, I this, this happened to me before just before lockdown and ironically it was Burnley that Burnley away game where we drew one all then it was lockdown I came home and I was still working for booking.com then and I said to my wife I'm not watching Tottenham anymore I, I refused to watch them live I said I watch match of the day in the evening when you're asleep whatever um, but I said I refuse to watch them I refuse to watch them because this is killing me and not only was it killing me I, I take defeats very very personally and I get in a foul mood and it spoils the time I have with my wife. Like, I'll come back. What do you yeah. want to do? I don't fucking know. Let's do... Do you want to watch a movie? No, fuck... I, 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 it's, it's not fair. It's not fair on her. I spend a lot of my time... And this is why once I've done this stream, I'm doing nothing till uh, the two Brian's because she's taking the day off and I'm spending every single second with her because I love her. And she, she I don't get to see her because I'm, I'm too busy doing this shit. But we're getting to that point again where... Tottenham is starting to become an issue in my life. And I, I don't mean that badly. I mean, the way I react to it and the way that I see this club being handled, run and the way they're playing. And I don't want it to come to that. But but it's got to the point now where the results... I, listen, I want us to win, but right, quite frankly, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I, 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 the only win I have in my head is getting this parasite out. And then... Whatever happens, happens. But this is it. It's starting to. You, you know how everyone watches Arsenal fan TV when they lose. That's what we're becoming. Mm, Not. I don't yeah, mean us yeah. as in. I don't mean us as in. We're more entertaining when we lose. But that. That's the thing where people are starting to come and watch us more from other shows and other channels and supporters clubs when we're losing. And it's. It's. It's just not on, and it. It's starting to affect me, and I've got. I've got to be careful because. I'm not going to let it get to where it was with Burnley. Um, so, yeah, my, 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 my main aim is uh, the, 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 the biggest victory for me is getting this parasite out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a quick message, Josh. Uh, you should have a, a, the link on uh, WhatsApp. So, yeah, if you're free. I've got uh, 10 minutes maximum. Cool. So, yeah, Josh uh, may be able to carry on after I've gone if he comes on. Yeah, if you're around in the next 10 minutes, Josh, come on. Uh, if not, then, yeah, we'll, we'll end the stream when Brian's got to go and then we'll uh, uh, get Josh on uh, at some point in the future. But, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Burnley, what, what are your predictions for that? Uh, obviously, uh, 
it's going to be a tough game, I think. It's not going to be a free-flowing <laughs> open game, but then we haven't had one of those in about three years. Um, but, yeah, uh, predictions for it? Uh, what, what are your uh, thoughts? Uh, uh, looking ahead to the game, what do you think will happen? What do you think the score will be? Yeah. I, I'm not going to say the score. I think I need to go like you and stop predicting things. Or maybe the mm. score. Maybe I'll predict the result. Uh, and I didn't predict the score on Tommy's channel yesterday, and we lost. So maybe I should bloody start. Maybe, yeah, maybe we, maybe we should switch. <laughs> maybe we should switch, uh, Chris. Um, listen, <laughs> uh, I think it'll be a draw. I, 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 listen, I I want us to win. I, of course, I want us to win. But I can't see with this team, even with the great Antonio Conte. I mean, the only the only the only thing you can think of is he's probably giving them the biggest bollocking. I mean that plane journey mm. home. If I was Conte, mate, I probably would be. I would have lost my voice because I'd have been screaming and shouting at them the whole goddamn way home. Um, so uh, yes, uh, I'm going to say a draw. Listen, if we lose, I'm going to go absolutely apoplectic, absolutely apoplectic. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to say a draw just because I do not trust our players. And the one player I, I deeply, yeah. deeply trust may not be in until after Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've actually sent a, th a thing to Josh uh, incorrectly. Um, I can send yeah. him the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've sent it to the wrong um, group. Uh, so he's got it now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't see this being a high scoring game, if at all. I could easily see it being nil nil. Uh, I could easily see it being a one-all, like you say. Um, I, I, I think we have to get that playmaker in creative player because I think that's that's a big, big uh, issue stunting uh, everything. Uh, how you there doing, you. Josh? How you doing, boys? Josh, yeah, okay, yeah. brother. Yeah, just just get by, mate. Just trying to keep myself occupied. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll best you can do well, 8 p.m. Mondays, uh, half 12 Fridays. If you if you need something to do, then I, I do a stream here. So just uh, let me know and I can ping it over. To, uh, the, the nice one. Um, nice but yeah, uh, thoughts on yesterday? We, we got some of your thoughts in the uh, chat. But uh, yeah, uh, thoughts of yesterday and thoughts of uh, what you predict kind of for the Burnley game. Uh, Where do I start? Where do yeah. I start about yesterday? <laughs> yeah, just, just start somewhere and then let it just roll off and then carry. It just, on. just, just, just isn't good enough, is it? Like, um, I, 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 I put, I put it in another stream. Just a little bit of food for thought. Hugo Lloris, who is our oldest keeper, our oldest player, whose contract expires at the end of the season, is worth more than the whole Mora team put together. And we're still, <laughs> and we're, and we're still losing. They weren't even playing at their own ground. Because their ground isn't up to your way for regulations, and we still lose. Yeah. It just—it's—it's it, it, terrible. There was not one person on that pitch that is primarily at fault. They all played terribly. Every mm -hmm. single one of them, and they all need—they all need their head checked. They all need—they—they need—they need a reality check. Um, we, like, we, like, we've been saying that for about three years, though, haven't they? Haven't we? After Zagreb, after oh, I don't know uh, uh, Munich, after uh, Leipzig. It just—it's just like a, a, a bloody wheel, isn't it? it? Just carries on it each year back. It's Spursy. It's Spursy. Yeah. It's ultimately and utterly Spursy. Mm. 
ブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうですかブーンリーはどうです
where we just buy all the best, or, or they used to buy all the best players and thinking, because you buy the best, everything's fine, they'll all work together. We buy individuals. There's no cohesion. There's no thought, how does that guy benefit the team? It's, it's a prime example. I'll bring another one back. Soldado. Roberto Soldado, who came in, and that guy is a great striker, a great striker. But why he was a great striker was he had a record of scoring 25-plus league goals in La Liga five years in a row. And the scouts would have seen that the way he did that is he had a strike partner. And he had a big guy and a little guy. He was obviously the littler. And he was a fox in the box, and he had a, a guy to work on. So we scouted him. Oh, we're bringing in this brilliant La Liga player, 25 goals a season for five years. What a great guy. Come to Tottenham. Okay, I know you're playing a two, but now you're going to play in a one. And, what and you we never got the ball do... into the box for him, didn't he we? Oh, no, so how not... are you expecting him to score? Is anyone's game? Well, it's not just that, Chris. His job was, as a one, you're going to create the space for the, the on-running midfielders to run. And then at the time, if you look at it, we had Andros Townsend, who wouldn't cross because he just cut in and shoot. And we had Aaron Lennon, who near the near end of his career couldn't cross. So we had someone that wouldn't cross and someone that couldn't cross to a player playing in a one who has scored 25-plus league goals playing as a two. But because he looks good, let's bring him to Tottenham and hope it works. And that's what we do. Undumbele, the same. Don't get me wrong, we all know. I mean, I, I'm this close to saying fuck off. I'm this, this close. Like, really, we're in touching distance now. Um but we buy him because he looks good and he plays in part of a team and there's no doubt he's unquestionable his ability when he's on it. Mm. But it's it, it's so far, few and far between that we're just like, oh yeah, but look at that trick. Do you remember that trick or that goal against Sheffield United where he lobbed it? I mean, that's, that's what we do. We just pick players and there's no accountability. There's no... Everything in this club has to be called into question. And I am going to say on that note, because it's quarter past nine, I said 10 minutes, I'm going to leave you with, with my brother Josh here. Josh, listen, like I said, call me, okay? Um, Chris, do, mate. always an absolute pleasure, oh, brother. It's always um, great having you on, Brian. Now, just before you go, Tottenham and Tour, it'll be in the description, but uh, if people don't know where it is, where can they find it? YouTube, Tottenham and Tour. Um, obviously, Brian Iden runs the, the Twitter, which is just Tottenham and Tour, but without the spaces. Um, and yeah, we've got two Brian's tonight. Um, there's lots of new shows coming your way in December and January. Uh, and, and moving forward, we've got quite a few ideas. Um, we're on the push for a thousand, but at the moment, we're just trying to get to 800. I think we're at where let me just, let's just see where we are. Let me surprise myself. Have we gone up? Let me just have a bit of a vain moment here. Yes, we're up to seven, we're up to 770. We're 30 away from 800. Um, so yeah, we're trying to get there, and uh, lots of stuff to come your way. And the the first one will be the two Bryans uh, tonight at 7 p.m. my time, uh, which is Eastern, and obviously uh, midnight back home. Um, so I want to say everyone, so everyone, really, Chris needs to get to this 200. We need to get him there. It's a great channel. I come on here regularly. So welcoming, so friendly. Um, become a very good friend of mine. Everyone. Make sure you like and subscribe to his channel. And Josh, love you to pieces, brother. Um, you know where I am. If you need me. Um, he's got a brand new channel, which is uh, the football. Uh, what is it called again? Josh, Josh the football. Josh, Tottenham guy. Josh, Tottenham Josh guy. the Tottenham guy. Um, Josh the Tottenham guy. Yeah. Check it out. He's doing. He's doing loads and loads of stuff. Uh, 
from Championship Manager. No, Football Manager. Championship Manager was better, by the way. That's my. It uh, was. It was. It was. Um, and he's just a great, great guy. And uh, he's new on the scene, new on the circuit. Everyone get around and support him uh, because he deserves it. And uh, yeah, love you both. I'm now going to go spend some quality time with my wife because I haven't seen her for the last three days because of bloody streaming. Um, and I will leave with the best two words and words that I want to hear echoing around N17. <laughs> Levy out. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, Brian. Uh, always great having Brian on. Make sure you check out his channel. Uh, yeah, these are, that will be in the description along with his Twitter handle, so there's no excuse. Um, yeah, Josh, Undombele uh, talked about there. I, I, I think possibly Undombele has more natural talent than Dembele, but where Dembele was so much better is that his... Um, oh, I've forgotten the word. Uh, he was just natural uh, in his position, wasn't he? His work discipline, discipline and work discipline, rate, yeah. second yeah. to none. Uh, and that's where he is so, so far above Undombele. Um, but uh, would you sell Undombele? I know you said in the chat that you'd get rid of, uh, <laughs> I think you pretty much mentioned the whole team. Um, but Undombele, is he one there? Who, who are the others that you got? I mean, don't mention Winks, don't mention uh, Ali, because you already mentioned them, which uh, I think all, most Spurs fans would agree with that. But um yeah, who, who would be your... If we were guaranteed that they all left, that the ones that said we want them to leave, who would be your candidates for getting out? I'm talking about Ndombele first. Like, I don't want to sell Ndombele. Like, there's a reason we spend £56 million on him. And when he does he come up... By, he was wanted by half of Europe's top clubs yeah, as well. Exactly, so exactly. When, there's when, obviously when he, something there. Yeah, when he turns up, the guy turns up and the guy can play football, but it's all up here. It's all mm. up here. This has a, this this isn't cleansed. Um and I'm hoping that uh, there's Conte's bought three fitness coaches in and one specifically for him. So we, we know that Con, we know we know that Conte has this love for Ndombele. There's a reason that he went for Ndombele <laughs> when he was in the Milan in a trade deal when we turned it down. He likes Ndombele. He wants he will build he'll build that midfield around Ndombele, ultimately hundred hundred percent, which is why he's working him to the core. Um, in terms of players that I really uh, that I, that I want to see out, there's not really a, a definitive list. I'm loyal to the club. I'm not loyal to a player. So if they decide, yeah, this player's not good enough, then I'll get behind it. I'll get behind it a hundred percent. If it is someone like Harry Kane, however, when he's bagging goals left, in, bagging goals in left, right, and centre, and I say, yeah, we're going to get rid of Harry Kane, then I'll have something to say. But when, when you've got the likes of you know Lacelso, who, who just isn't good enough. You've got the likes of Deddy Alli. I mean, let's not even touch on Deddy Alli. He's too interested in being Bob Marley tribute act than a fucking footballer at the minute. Um, you got you got Harry, you got Harry, Harry Winks, Eric Dyer. Um, with Dyer, like, he's obviously part of Conte's plans. Even when we've got a full quote of defense, defense. And I'll get behind Dyer, it. I think you know? I'll get behind it. I'll get behind it. If, if Dyer's part of his plans and Dyer can show that he is he is worth it, then yeah, I'll, I'll 110 percent get behind it. But you got the likes of, you know, um, I, 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 I like Tanganga, but I think a loan out um, for mm. a year playing consistent first team football would do him the world of good. Um, Matt Doherty is another one. I, 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 I like Matt Doherty, but again, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad to see him leave. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I think. Do, do you think he can be? He, do you think he? He obviously made his name at Wolves as a wing back, and Conte, as we know, when he was at Chelsea, we, we, we've, been, 
Alexis Moses as an example loves a wing back and uh Vegion was in the paper. He, he he spoke to someone at Inter who was a, a wing back. I can't remember the name. And said, "What? Tell me about Conte." And all he said was, "He'll make you a better player." So, do you think Doherty could be the wing back that he was at Wolves, or do you think it's, it's too so. far down a pecking order? I hope so. I genuinely hope so. Um, I we, we, we got Doherty in for a steal. Like, there's no, there's you can sit mm. here and deny it all you want. Like, there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, he, he, he ain't worth the money we spent." We got him for we got him for a, a reasonable fee for who he is. When he was at Wolves playing that wing back position, he was bang. He was getting assists. He was tracking yeah. up. He, he, he was he was a box to box defender, not a midfield. He was a box to box defender. Like he was up and down that up and down that wing as much uh, uh, more than anyone else that I, I, I saw on the pitch at the time. But he, he's coming. He's coming to the club. Nuno's taken over, and Nuno hasn't played the five at the back like he did at Wolves, which mm. made him. The candidate for the job in the first place, which makes me it really, it, it's questions need to be asked. It's, it's obvious that the resources weren't there for him. Um, I don't, and I, and I don't blame him. But Conte, you know, Conte's got this habit of he'll move players out of position and he will make them better. Like, like we said, Victor Moses, he, he, he was, a, he was a, I think he was a winger, and then he moved into a wing back, and he was, he excelled in that position. So Conte has a habit of making players a lot better in positions that we wouldn't normally see him. Um, but again, I mean, the the, the list the, the list isn't definitive. Like, there, there isn't a set list of players that I, I, I'd want to get rid of. If they don't perform, and Conor says, "Yeah, let's get rid," then yeah, I'll, I'll back it a hundred percent. Brian Gill's another one I think could could do with another going back to Spain for a year. I mean, yesterday he he just wasn't good enough. Um, that Charles so- the ad which he completely snatched at was just. I mean that that that, that smacks of someone who's. Lacking confidence, maybe, but I mean that was a really wild. Yeah, that. well, you look, you look, one, of, one, of the, one, of, the one of the earlier chances in the game, it was a cro- it, it was a low cross from Doherty into into um, Gill's feet, and Gill just mm. fumbled it, and I thought it was a he picked out the pass perfectly, but Gill just didn't couldn't read it. Gill needs to be able to read things like that. This this is all part of being. This is all part of being. A, we, we, we can sit here and deny it all we want. We are a big club. There's no there's no if buts or maybes about it. We've got a, a, a brand spanking new stadium. We're contending for top four majority majority all of the time, except the last couple of seasons when we have just fallen off. It's going to take a little while to get back to that run of form. But we need players that are going to be able to pick out passes like and, and read up on passes like that. But like this this should be something that you, you that you're seeing in the training field. Doherty making a, a bulk down the right-hand side. He's going to play the ball in low to someone's feet so you can get a turn on it and score. This is this is what we yeah. need to see, ultimately. Um, yeah, I, I think a loan deal would do him the world of good, like you say. I think that's lack of match 100%. sharpness, lack of uh, match practice. 100%. Practice, is that the same thing? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, well, I know, I know what you're trying to say. And obviously, like yeah. the, the likes of uh, Makandi, Mac- 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 I don't even know how to pronounce yeah. his name. I call him Makandi. But I love it. Makandi. Yeah. He's yeah. another one. He's, 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 he's definitely senior level. I just think he needs that experience. Like, look what he did to Skip. Skip mm. went to Norwich and he was man of the match from near enough every time that he played. And he's come back and he's like, he's, he's made a mark on that squad. 100%. Yeah. And, and can, like, yeah. could benefit from that. Yeah. Even yeah. Lavinia. Lavinia could make a mark on that uh, 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 that level. Send yeah, him on the championship squad. Yeah. I want Scarlett to go on loan because he ain't going to get games. And, you know, going on loan hasn't done Harry Kane that much uh, harm, has it? Um, these players need game time. If they're not going to get game time, get them out on loan. 
lower division, yeah. yeah, fine. But they get game time. They be like, you know, yeah, they're yeah. sitting on the bench. He's just stunting their their um, progression. Um, we've got yeah. we've got an interesting conversation in the chat here. Kuba ninety nine. I hope I pronounced that right. Do we think the likes of Lois Dyer or Hoiberg will be the leader we need on the field under Conte? Do we need a bigger personality to match the manager? And Cody's responded to that saying. Honestly, think this core group of leaders needs replaced. At any point in the last four seasons, could you say our team was well led? Love Hugo, but it's time for new voices. It hasn't worked. And Cooper's responded with, I agree, we need to find our own John Terry type, as much as I hate saying his name. So kind of two questions, I guess. Do do we need a new leader? And um, if so, no, I think I think we've already got one in Romero. Honestly, I genuinely think we've already got that that they, that leader in Romero. It's just a shame that he's out injured. The, him, he will be the future captain, and Ollie Skip will be the future uh, vice captain. I, I, I'm 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 predicting that now. I love you Skip. See, you see and Skip I love as Romero. a kind of leader as well. Yeah, you, have you said Skip in that midfield? He shouts mm. like he's vocal all the time. I love that about him, and mm. I love that about Romero as well. Romero is. He he is the court. Uh, he he is the, the missing piece of the puzzle when it comes to performing well. If we don't have Romero, we don't do anything. It's it's, it's that simple. And it's it's a shame that we're relying on one player. We do need to bring in a, a, a boatload of new players as well. And I think over the next uh, over the next couple of windows, we need to have a net spend of about three hundred million pound. Just just as a complete turnover. But again, this is all down to Levy. Um, on, 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 on a side note, like I, I literally put up on, on, on Facebook yesterday, one of my friends is a West Ham fan, and he put a status up saying, oh, we're massive and all this. And I was like, um, I mean, you're better than us at the minute. I'm, I'm, I'm literally sick to the back, uh, back teeth of what's going on at our club at the moment. And one of his friends responded and said, what do you mean? You've just got a brand new manager. And I, I literally listed, in 21 years that Enoch and Levy have been over, uh, been in charge, all they have done for us is built a brand new stadium. They have not backed, they have not financially backed any of the managers Look, um, Harry Redknapp wasn't backed. Uh, Andre Villas-Boas wasn't backed. Poch wasn't backed. Jose wasn't backed. No, no, wrong, wrong candidate for the job. Ultimately, what is missing is the fundamental key of investment. If you don't invest, how are you supposed to improve? They haven't invested enough money over the uh, in, in the last five or six years that we can sit here and boast, oh, yeah, we're a brilliant team. We are we are heavily relying on our under on our under twenty three product to come up and make an impact on the team. We're not look at the likes of Chelsea. They they literally scout these players at under eighteen level, buy them in, develop them, and then play them out. Look at Tammy Abraham, absolutely fantastic player when he was at Chelsea. Hudson Odoi, fantastic player at Chelsea. Like there are so many players there that they've bought in and just developed. And they're turning into world-class players. We need to be doing that. We need to be able. We need to start scouting these youth players and developing them. Uh, and developing them. And if we haven't got a position filled, go out and spend 30, 40, 50 million pound on a player, regardless of his age. If it means we have to bring in a, 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 a 28-year-old, go and bring in a 28-year-old. Stop worrying about age and sell-on value. This is the, this is the thing. We're a football club, not a business. No. Well, do you think Levy will? Because. Tommy was on earlier, and I, I agree with Tommy that there has to have been some conversation between Levy and Conte when the contract was signed that Conte said, I need assurances that money will be spent, I can bring players in, players will go, and, and, and all of that business. Whereas under kind of Poch towards the end, Jose for most of it, and Nuno for most of it, when Levy said there wasn't any money, they all came out and said, oh, we've got a fantastic squad of players, we don't need any more. Conte has never, ever said that. So 
do you see players coming in, players going, players coming in? in, in I'm not sure January will see that much, but I do think in the summer, well, that's great. if well, Conte's still, still there, then, there, then there'll be a lot more business. But I, I can't... I struggle to believe that there'll be no business of any kind just because Conte will just walk. He won't just go, well... Well, no, exactly. I've got he'll go well fuck you then I'm off I'll go somewhere else and Levy can't really afford that to happen because the whole fan base will turn on him they're not 75 no exactly the exactly fan base so do, do you see signings coming in in January and or summer and, and players leaving and because the issue with selling players look for Ali for example Levy will want a certain amount of money and he ain't worth anywhere near the amount of money that Levy will say I want for him so really if he, if Levy, if Conte says uh, uh, Delhi has to go, Levy just has to accept whatever offer comes in just to get him out. But do, do you the, see any of that happening, or do you think it's still Levy is going to be Levy and hasn't changed at all? Because I, I struggle to see how that will happen. What Levy needs to do is Levy needs to give he, he needs to give Conte money and back off and let Conte work his magic. Right, having a player like Conte at the helm is enough attraction to attract world class players. It isn't about the money when it comes to Conte. Every player, well, the majority of players want to play under a world class manager. Conte is that manager. He's the be- He's one of the fr- he's one of the three managers in the world that can be deemed as the best. There are three managers, and he's one of them. Um, you need to give Conte the financial investment to help and, and back him because if you don't, he will walk. A hundred percent. There is no, and if he does walk, and if Levy doesn't back him, all that is going to happen is the Spurs fans will back, come back again in force. The Levy out movement will be twice as big, if not bigger, maybe maybe more than that. And we will protest every single game. And it'll get to a point where we he will. I I I I don't condone this in any way, shape, or form. But it, it will get to a thing. It will get to a point where he's going to have to hire additional security because people are going to want to attack him. Mm. I don't condone yeah. that. But yeah, you, I don't you, condone you, that at all. But yeah, football fans, like you say, are, are passionate people. Exactly. Exactly. Passionate at the end of the day, this is a football over. club. This is a football club. We're not mm. a business. So, I mean, I'm mm. I'm part of the generation where I mean, the, the majority of my lifetime we've been run by Levy and Enoch. That's mm. that that I, I think barring five years when we were run by Sugar. But like in in 21 years, there's not much that we can shout about. We you look at you look at the history of our club. We are rich in history. We are absolutely soaked in history. We're the first team. We were the first team to win a double um, in, in, in at, at the top flight, which we did. Yeah, first team to win a first team to win a European trophy. Uh, first British team to win a European trophy. Um, we 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 held the record for the most amount of FA Cups until very recently when Arsenal took over. Um, you, you, you just we, we are written history and the thing is we're losing that that history that we've got that 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 sense of attraction we are losing that ever so slowly because we have a chairman who doesn't know how to run a football club props yeah. to him he's a businessman but from, from a financial perspective the guy is, he, he's fantastic what needs to happen is he needs to give the reins he needs to give the football side of things to someone else like a, to, to a football person like a Paratechi give Paratechi the chairman role of the football and yeah. then stay stay in the background and work on the on, on the finances. Stay in the background and be a bit and work on the business side of things. But ultimately, yeah. if you want, what makes this club successful and what will bring you the most money is if you invest in the football side of things. Because the, winning the trophies is what's going to bring you the money, not yeah. not, not not 
uh, not naming rights, not sponsorship deals, not cutting costs, uh, not not increased shirt prices, not um, you know, not 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 furloughing your staff and all this malarkey. Like the fans bring you the money, and fans will stop. They they won't invest in they won't invest in in shirts. They won't invest in tickets if we carry on performing the way that we are. Yeah, um, yeah. it does make me wonder if, like you say, like the whole Levy out movement will gather pace, and then Levy might just leave if that's what we need. You know, like the he's the, a chairman; he can be sacked. He can be sacked. Yeah, but yeah. A, a few comments here. Uh, uh, kind of a couple of different uh, topics there. I can see us bringing in. Cooper says uh, two or three journeymen, mid-table Italian players in the midfield and defence. Not big names, but technically competent, able to pass and play under pressure. We're that poor right now. The basic attributes and the good attitudes are a huge upgrade in so many positions. And, and Bob Spurs said, uh, which I agree with as well, which is quite worrying, is uh, what worries me, Conte realising this is not going to get fixed in 18 months. He's either going to push Enoch hard, Enoch hard, or just leave. No way he's letting our club tarnish his reputation, which Wayne agrees with, uh, saying, for me, Levy has to back Conte in January and every window after with the players Conte wants or he'll leave and the fans turn on him big time. I mean, do, do you think Levy realises that? Or do you think Levy is just, I'm Daniel Levy, I'm the god of everything that has ever been, ever existed, I can do whatever I want and people will just accept it? Or do you think he realises that he has to do something now with Conte because the fans will not tolerate if Conte leaves in uh, you know <laughs> less than a year in because of broken promises and... and things like that? Or do you think Levy just thinks I just do whatever the hell I want? Levy made his, the bridesmaids for his wedding catch their own flight. He, he made them pay for their own flight. That's the kind of guy we're working with. This guy is, he, he's a penny pincher. He's tight. He, he's, and that isn't, that isn't meant to be a, a, a like a, an anti-Semitic comment. Like a lot of people would try and jump on, try and push. But you know he is, he's a very he's a very tight fisted individual who doesn't invest. But that's why he makes money in business, isn't it? Because exactly. he doesn't give away exactly. unnecessary money and, and things like from that. From a business perspective, from a business perspective, the guy is financially sound. He's fantastic as a businessman, not as a football chairman, right? No. If he doesn't, in in terms of January, we need to bring in two or three players that are going to make a serious impact. But we need to do the business early. And it's not just the incomings that we need to do early. We need to get rid. Of, we need to get rid of the deadwood very early as well. You need to sell your likes of your Delhi Alleys. You need to sell the likes of Harry Winks. <clears throat> I'd even go as far as to say Hoybier, like I said, mm. bang average player in my opinion. I don't. Really, I, 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 he's easily he's easily worth forty million as a bang average player. But again, I just I, I just don't think he falls into the Conte style of football either. Like. That, that, that's, that's that's another thing that gets me. Conte is very particular in the players that he brings in. You look at his you look at his um, track record when he was at Inter Milan, when he was at Juventus, when he was at Chelsea. He plays a five three. He, he plays a five three two. He plays three centre half and has the cent. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He plays five three, five at the back. Two obviously we be two wing backs. Three in the midfield, but he plays three centre centre halves and he plays two up front. And he's and and the, and the guy in the middle of the three is a box to box midfielder. Will push back and push forward. This, this, these are the kind of players that we need to bring in, and there's not really anyone there at the moment that can do that. There's no one in that in, in the squad that will happily fit into that style of play. So Conte is going to need to be backed, and he's going to need to be able to bring in these players that he wants. So bring in someone like Stefan Devore, 
for, uh, like, uh, in your centre-backs. Bring in someone like Frank Kessie. There's a guy that we're linked with from Bayern Munich as well who's meant to be like, Conte wants him. I can't remember his name. Someone's going to have to remind me of him, but uh, it, 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 he's, he's another one. Bring in, you, you do say, Vlahovic. Um, bring in another right mid. Bring in another, if, if, just give him what he wants. If he wants to go out and spend £80 million on a player, let him. Don't Don't put restrictions on it. Don't go back to the drawing board and try and renegotiate the deal because you're not happy with the amount of money being spent. If Conte says that this player is worth seventy five million, you pay eighty. That's that that's that that's the way that we should be going at. Right? There, there should be absolutely no restrictions on the purse that Conte has. This this is a one shot opportunity, and if we if we mess this up, Levy is done. He is completely and utterly. I mean, he's already tra- he's already skating on water as it is. Hmm. At this yeah. point. If he doesn't invest, he's got absolutely no chance of fans being like, okay, you know what? You've done something right for once. We'll back off. Fans will keep going at him week after week after week after week. And it, like I said, it will get to a point where the hardcore fans will go after him and try and, per- and, and physically attack yeah. him because they're, they're sick and tired of this, the way this club's being run. I don't condone it, but this is what football fans are like. The, 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 the quote, Football fans are fickle. Very uh, c- comes to mind. There are people that take this club very, very, very seriously, and those yeah. are those are the people you do not want to piss off. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is the key question from Coover, uh, uh, which we don't know the answer to: is Levy's ego versus Conte's will to succeed, which is bigger? Uh, we're going to find ego, out. 100%. Yeah, we're going to find out, and then uh, <laughs> Eugene has said, uh, uh, "Levy's ego." I hope. I, I hope you don't mean that, Eugene. Leave his ego is what you meant. You've just accidentally typed, I hope. You don't mean that, surely. Uh, and yeah, uh, Kuver, uh, Kuver agrees with you. Hoiberg, uh, with Hoiberg. This is, he's decent, but not great. He looks like a global megastar to people at the moment because he's surrounded by the likes of Delhi and Winks, which uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Delhy had his too busy doing his Christmas tree impression. Look at his hair. <laughs> Yeah, but what Hoiberg does do, which it, which I do like, is that he, he does look like he cares and gives a crap. Which no, one hundred percent. I'd say the same about Eric. Yeah. I'd say the same about Eric Dyer because when he's on the pitch, he does shout and get vocal, but he's still not good enough. No. He still isn't good enough. In, t- in terms of the two, yeah, in terms of the two three players you said we need to bring in, what are those positions? For for me, we're 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 desperate for some creative midfielder whether that's like an Ericsson or whether that's someone a bit deeper so for me I would say that that's the most crucial there are four there are four positions that we need to fill Maybe even five. There, there are five positions that we need to fill, and in terms, in, in running order of of where we need to go with most, the creative midfielder is is the key. We need that first. Mm-hmm. It's not not far behind him. Just off, just just before the mark, you've got the the striker. We need another striker in. Not a backup striker. Not mm-hmm. someone that is not, not a rotation striker. We need another striker. Another world class yeah. striker. Someone that is going to make Kane contend for his spot. Yeah, someone that's going to make Kane contend for his spot week after week after week, right? And then you've got your two centre-backs, your two centre-backs. We need to bring in at least two centre-backs. Someone that's going to play alongside Romero. Um, So someone like a Stefan de Vrij is a perfect fit. And then another player, I'm I'm not too sure on the other player, but that's another position that we need to fit in. And I'd even go as far as to say we need a new goalkeeper, right? Mm. Hugo Lloris is on the last year of his contract and it's becoming more and more apparent the guy is getting fed up. The guy is fed, he's 34 years old. He's, he's fed up with the club. He's fed up with the way that we're, that we're playing. He's kept us in games when he shouldn't be. 
We shouldn't be relying on Hugo. We shouldn't even be relying on the back four to get us, uh, keep us in the game. But we are. We, mm. Hugo Lloris has been a shot stopper. We need someone of that uh, of his caliber, maybe a little bit better, to come in and replace him. Because if he does, if, he's going to go after the end of his contract. I can just see it now. He's going to get mm. his. It's his last World Cup. He's going to want to go somewhere where he's going to enjoy his football. He's going to go and play for France in the World Cup, and then he'll probably retire. He'll go with the MLS or something. Mm. But, he but that, needs, that was the link. That was the rumor, wasn't it? That he, uh, yeah. But I mean, ago. another another rumor that's going around is that we're using Deddy Ali as a paperweight to sign Jordan Pickford. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that. We need a new goalkeeper, but not Pickford. If you look at no. Pickford, he did it in the World Cup. That he parries stuff into the middle of the goal. Surely, it's a goalkeeper. You're told the worst case scenario if you parry is is a corner. You don't yeah, stick exactly, in the middle. He got, he got exactly. lucky in the World Cup. Where it's a there's a few people. There's a few people we can look at. You got your likes of your your Dean your Dean Henderson from Man United, who's after a new club, so he'd be more than happy to come to Tottenham. Uh, Sam I, Johnston. I, 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 I'm not sure about Dean Henderson because I think if Man United get word that people are sniffing around him and he's looking for a new club, they're more likely to get rid of De Gea and say to Henderson, "You're my number one now," and then he'll stay. Nah. No, nah, uh, no, nah, they'll keep they'll, they'll keep the higher mate. They'll get someone like yeah. Onana, I think. Oh no, mm-hmm. I mean, I know Onana's linked with Inter Milan, but you've got Ralph Ragnick going there now. He'll he'll start attracting yeah, players yeah. as well. Yeah, well my choice players. for goalkeeper would be, and it's uh, <laughs> quite ironic. Uh, I mentioned this guy and who we're playing on Sundays, uh, Nick Pope. I think he's a brilliant keeper. Yeah, he is, but um, he's twenty nine years. He's twenty nine years old, mate. He's twenty nine years old. Oh, okay. I thought he was about twenty seven. Okay. No. Nah. You need to bring in someone young. There's a player that I've been keeping my eye on recently as well, and I think if you brought him in now, as not 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 so, not so much as a, a as a number one, but if you bought if you bought two goalkeepers in, because you could get this guy on the cheap anyway. But if you get someone like your Dean Henderson, someone like your your, your Pope or your or your Pickford or whatever keeper we're going to bring in, another goalkeeper I want to see bought in is someone called Etienne Green, who plays for Etienne in in, in Ligue 1. He's English. He fulfills the the homegrown quota, and mm. he's 21 years old. And he's getting first team experience. Like that's the kind of thing. That's 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 the kind that's the kind of goalkeeper you want. And he's a shot stopper yeah. as well. He's he's someone that he, he, I'd strongly recommend anyone go and look him up. So Etienne Green, he's 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 a plays for at the under twenty threes at international level, England under twenty threes. He plays plays in France. He's English with with French uh, nationality because he's obviously he's, his parents mm-hmm. are French, but he was born in England. He's born in Colchester, so. He's got that, that's if, if you're looking at someone that performed the homegrown quota, he's a perfect fit. Yeah, it's a position I mean, that we it's, we're going to need field at some point, and he's, he's that that's perfect. Yeah, a couple of comments here. Scott M, uh, speak to him uh, on Eugene's channel. How are you doing, Scott? Uh, you we doing, need Scott? at least two midfielders, both creative, progressive, one deep line, Pirlo, Brozovic, Fabregas, and one more advanced. Two centre backs to play on either side of Romero, one starting level striker, five to six depth guys. Uh, and in terms of the goalkeeper, uh, we've got quite a few comments there. 29-year-old isn't a problem for a goalkeeper. That's another six, seven years at the top, if not more, surely. Uh, but with Dean Henderson, we'll see 24. So you've got about 50, uh, maybe not 15, at least 10, 10 years. Uh, <laughs> Eugene said, please not Galini. Galini um, is not good enough. Why the... F- uh, I, 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 I'm trying to stop myself from swearing <laughs> now. Why we got Galini in the first place after he struggled at Aston Villa in the mm. championship? Why have we bought yes. him in? The guy is not worth. Yeah. He, he, he isn't worth the the shit that I treaded in the street. Like just yeah. send him back, send him back to Atlanta. I don't want him. He's gone. He, he's, he's another Gazaniga, isn't he? He's uh, not 
terrible, but he's never going to be a number one. And uh, he's too Tony busy H trying to be a rapper, mate. He's too busy trying to be a rapper. <laughs> and Tony Hall has said, uh, "How are you doing, Tony?" Uh, goalkeeper I want is Andre Anana, who plays for Ajax. Uh, uh, Eugene said he's got disciplinary problems. Uh, yeah. And Etienne Green, that you mentioned, Wayne said, uh, "Were we looking at him in the summer or the summer before?" To be perfectly honest, I, I've not heard of him. So I, if we were looking at him, it, it either went over my head or I didn't see it. But um, yeah, I, I think a goalkeeper has to be certainly considered. But but creative midfielder for me is is that's not even a negotiation for me. That has to be brought in in January because we are crying Can't out for that. The, the other, yeah, the, the others, I mean, we need them. There's no doubt we need them. But it, if, if you were told, oh, you can only have one player in the January window, it would have to be a creative midfielder for me because we are... 100%. 100%. I'm just going to turn my camera off, man. I'm going to have a smoke because I'm going to turn my camera off. All right, no worries. And then, uh, yeah, in terms of the Burnley game, uh, how, do you, how do you see that? Uh, how do you see that going? Uh, for me, it's going to be a real, real tight game. Uh, was it you in the chat who said that we'll lose to a set piece? Someone definitely said we'll lose to a set piece. Wasn't me. Wasn't me, but someone did say oh, that we'll lose okay. to a set piece. Yeah, I mean, that that's where Burnley's strength lies and, you know... Our defence isn't the greatest in the air. Um, but it, they haven't lost for four games. A lot of those have been draws. So they're difficult to break down and difficult to beat. And obviously, we can't break anyone down. So it doesn't yeah. lend itself to the fact that it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, yeah. But yeah, how, how, do you, how do you see it going? And, and I mean, <laughs> everyone who predicts scores can't come on here and then say, oh, we'll lose. But uh, So everyone says we'll win and then we'll lose. So <laughs> I don't want to badger you for a result. But uh, uh, what are your predictions for the game and how do you see it going? I don't think we're going to get the result. I'll be honest. I don't think we're going to get the result. I, uh, is, uh, is that a, a, the result being a win or a result being a draw? I don't think we're going to get a win. I don't even think we're going to get a win. Hmm. I, I, I really don't. I think it's going to be tough and I reckon we'll just about scrape a draw. In, 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 in all honesty, I think that's how it's going to go. Um, just just because of motivation, the motivation is going to be just be lacking a little bit. You look at them. You look at Mora. Before we played them, they, they they had lost five games on the trot in all competitions, yeah. and they go and beat us, a team that is worth six point five million pound collectively, who was on a five game loss streak, have just beaten Tottenham, who collectively are worth about six hundred million pound. Mm. says all you need to know doesn't it says everything you need to know yeah. um, Burnley aren't a team to be to, to underestimate man like they, they are oh, they man. are I mean they might I don't, I don't know where they're, they're sitting in the league right now but I think they're, they're, they're quite low down they ain't got anything to lose have they they're not they're not contending yeah. for top four they're not contending yeah. for um, Europe they're just they're, they're playing to stay up so they're going to throw the kitchen sink at us and more you're going to have you're going to see like your Jay Rodriguez just try and break you down a little bit you're going to see your um, who, 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 who are the other players that they've got there's a few of them you, you, yeah, Dwight, gonna, Dwight, gonna, Dwight McNeil Chris Wood Ashley one, yeah. Barnes they'll cause us problems yeah. They're all going to cause problems. If we don't step our game up, we ain't going to get the result. I, I, from a realistic perspective, I don't say I, I don't think we're going to get the result. But in my mind, it, as a Spurs fan and being someone that is loyal to my club and wants us to, to, to succeed, I reckon we'll win two 0 But from a realistic perspective, we're not going to get the result. We're not going to get the result. Yeah. I'm going into this game expecting nothing, honestly. Yeah. Because anything, if we come out with a result, I'm actually I'll, I'll be pleasantly surprised and I'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, and if we don't get the result, I'll be like, well, I said it. 
Yeah. Uh, just one more comment on the uh, uh, transfers. Creative midfielder, uh, uh, Tony Hall says, I'd get Yuri Tillemans, not sure we'd leave uh, uh, Leicester, or Frank Kessie, which Frank Kessie, I think, is a good one because he's free in the summer. So just get him now and, you know. Start working on him now, yeah. Yeah. Get the pre contract uh, to agreement set up. Get him for like 10 million because, you know, it's better than nothing. He won't go, he won't go for 10, mate. He won't go for 10. You're probably looking at about 15, 20 million. I reckon. Yeah, well, he, even that's cheap, but you know, it's I. You know, who does he play for? It's one of the Milan's, isn't it? I can't remember. AC Milan. AC yeah. Milan. Yeah. But, but they're either going to get like you know, 10, 15, 20 million now, or absolutely nothing. So you might as well just get some money. So at least put a a, 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 um, a request in or a question in. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of the the, the Burnley game, uh, Eugene said Conte will put a rocket up the players' ass. And we will win at Burnley. I love the enthusiasm and positivity, Eugene. I love the enthusiasm, mate, but we said the same about Mora yeah, and look how that turned out. But all, all I'd say to you, Eugene, is, you know, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. No. Look, like Conte, <laughs> Conte said himself, the level is not high right now. The level is not high right now. A lot of people are expecting Conte just to come in and work his magic straight away. I was mm -hmm. one of them. I was one of them. I'm not, I'll, I'll have my hands up and say that. I was one of these people that thought, yeah, we got Conte now, we're going to win every game. It's not going to work like that. You need to give him the January transfer window, get the business done early, and then we then we'll start seeing the results. Because he'll start he'll start pruning out the he'll start pruning out the dead weight. Yeah, this, yeah. this is the thing. Until until then, we can only hope. West Ham's going to be the biggest game of our life, and I never thought I'd ever yeah. say that. It's going to be the biggest game for us. Yeah. Any other day, any a couple of years ago, you say oh, we got West Ham in the, in the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup, and you sit there, rub your hands together, think, yeah, that's a lovely path to the semi final. Nowadays, I'm worried we're even going to make it. Mm, yeah, I, that's the level right now. Yeah, I was, I mean, it's been the case for a few seasons, isn't it? Uh, I've, uh, since when Poch left, it's all cups. It's not not leagues anymore. Um, yeah, a few yeah, predictions from uh, viewers here for the Burnley game. Quite quite a mixed reaction. So Cooper saying, uh, I think we'll beat Burnley. We'll feed the team that we filled in the second half against Leeds. Salvage what we can from a high press and a passing game. We need to outplay them, not outfight them. Uh, but Barry Ambrose, uh, different. We can't score from corners. We can't defend corners. 1-0 loss. Uh, Ryan McFarlane. How you doing, Ryan? It's like these players have stopped for Conte after three weeks. Really dislike a lot of this squad. I, I'm not sure it's all the players. Certainly the, the second string that played um, um, yesterday. I, I would agree with I'll that. Just, but not, not that I'll first just, I'll just yeah, I mean, you have to think about it as well, man. It's an 11-man squad. It's not one man. It's not two men. It's not three. It's 11 men. Mm. It's the majority of the squad. It's not all of the squad. Um, you got your likes of your Harry Kane. Who I think, do you know what? I think Harry Kane just needs to he just needs to rocket up his arse and he needs a bit of a boost and he needs delivery. Son, another player who I think is absolutely fantastic, but he's being let down by the likes of your your, your Ben Davis and your your Harry Winks and your Deddy Addy. He's being let down because the that kind of their attitudes are just wearing off on the club. They're wearing off on other players. Like, this is why we need they need to be pruned out. Yeah, I, I think with Son and Kane, if we get that creative midfielder in, you'll see a different Son and Kane. Like Kane is one hundred percent certainly under under Nuno. He was you could see he was quite clearly told in training or tactics, do not come deep. But yeah, <laughs> we've got no other person who can pass the ball to Son. Um, but yeah, uh, Tony Hall has said uh, I, I mentioned this earlier. The relegation teams are always down there every season. Are the ones to watch. They will always give you a game. So Burnley could have zero points after twenty games. You've got you to turf more. It's never an easy game. Never. Well, look what happened game. a couple of years ago when they were already relegated. I think we played them on the last game of the season. I think it was about five or six years ago. We played them on the last game of the season. They were already relegated and they beat us 4-0. Yeah. 
And this yeah, is when I, we'll contend for top four. I, I think it's, you have to have the right attitude here. And if we don't have the right attitude, we will get beaten. Uh, and gone fishing for spur, uh, for souls. <laughs> for spurs. No point in thinking about trophies until we start getting runs of 10 wins in a row. Uh, not sure when that's going to be, if ever. Conte needs to get in at least six players that he's previously worked with before, so we have to bite the bullet until January, which, yeah. And uh, uh, I agree, I agree well. with you. I agree with you until you said six players. I was agreeing with you until you said six players. He doesn't need six players. He needs about three or four. Yeah. But yeah, I have to buy the bullet until January. I think every Spurs fan can agree with that. Uh, and, and we've got a lot of games coming up to then as well. So that's a lot of time to buy the bullet for. Uh, certainly seeming that yesterday the, the second string just aren't good enough or don't want to know or what looks like is both. Uh, and Eugene, uh, uh, the second string has had two weeks of Conte during the international break. Yeah, that's quite worrying, isn't it? That uh, they were all there in the international break, and uh, <laughs> they played. Yeah, like what I'm fearing, what I'm fearing, right, is that these players have been overworked during that training session, and they're going to struggle for fitness. This mm -hmm. is what I'm worried about. You saw what Re yeah. you saw what Reggie said before the Leeds game. He said, "This has been the worst two weeks of my life." <laughs> yeah. But Just obviously, with fitness, I, I think the hardest part of fitness is getting into it. Once you get into it, you get into a rhythm and then it becomes easier the more and more you do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're obviously so unfit under Nuno and Jose compared to how they were under Poch that they've yep. completely dropped levels. I mean, you only have to see that in stats, don't you, on the, uh, 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 the distance running games, which was so... I think we were bottom of the league, weren't we? Which under Poch, we were top of the league or something like that. Yeah. So they're obviously trying to get to that level again and they're so, so off that mark that it's going to take a little while and, and you know, the quicker they get into that and go, okay, fine, we'll do it, that the easier it will be. Uh, and yeah, gone fishing for souls again. Hopefully Conte can get at least three former players of his in the January window and move at, at least two or three of the Deadwood out. I mean, that would be a start, wouldn't it? I, I'm talking it would about be, the last yeah. part there. Um, but yeah, and, and Eugene said Newcastle when they were relegated beat us 5-1. That, that was a Leicester title winning season, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, pretty much uh, run out of time. There's not really anything else to talk about uh, other than uh, no, going over old stuff. And talking about what will happen in January, I mean, it, 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 it's like watching a film, predicting a film that you've not even heard of, like what will happen in it. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Because... Anything could happen there. Conte could walk. Levy could surprise us. It could be half and half. Uh, Conte could say, well, if you don't, he hasn't signed anyone, but if you don't in summer, then I will walk. So it's a it's, um, real, real, um, a lot of 50-50. It's only going to be yep. in January that we know if Levy's changed and if Conte's going to walk or not if he doesn't get his way. Uh, but yeah, like... Uh, I, 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 I think gone fishing for souls. I, I'm not sure who it was. I, if I've got that wrong, I apologise. Who said that we have to bite the bullet until January? Um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, gone fishing as well. Here, Delhi, Doherty, Sanchez, Winks, and Dombele certainly all need to be sold first, in my opinion. They've all been here. They're all here so long, like mouldy bread. Uh, yeah, Doherty. Doherty, I'm willing to give a chance just because he's got a manager that will play him in his best position if he gets in the team. So I'm willing to give him a chance. Yeah. Sessignon as well. Sessignon as well. I went on Tommy's show last, yesterday. It was about 12 hours ago, uh, 24 hours ago. 
back setting you on, and then he goes and does that. And and that just annoyed me. But I, I, he I, just I, needs I, to learn. It's all, all about discipline. He just needs to learn to stop making rash decisions. Other than that, it'd be it'd be quality. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I, all I can think is he was trying to impress and just got a bit carried away. But he is an experienced player, so he should know better than that. But I mean, if he keeps doing stuff like that, Conte ain't going to put up with it and ain't going to trust him, so he ain't going to get it. And uh, Eugene said after the uh, Newcastle game, uh, you mentioned a box-to-box midfielder, and then uh, how much would we like this guy back? He was terrible. But he was a box-to-box midfielder, and he he, he put in the box-to-box box midfielder. And you can sit here and say he was terrible, but he knew how to muscle someone off of a ball when he was a ball-winning midfielder. Yeah. And then, and he, then might, I, he might not I have been think, able to pass. He, he couldn't pass straight, but he can definitely win a ball. Yeah, and I think Conte would have loved him. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, and everything. But yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much reached the end. A lot of different opinions on the uh, what will happen at Burnley, whether we'll win, lose, or draw. A lot of different opinions. Usually on here, you get like a. Very positive, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, very difficult to be positive today after yesterday. Uh, it yeah, is. A lot of positive things and a lot, not that many people saying um, um, that we'll lose. Uh, and Coover 99 said, might not be quality. We simply don't know yet, do we? Uh, I'm not sure oh, that's it. That's it. So this, is, this is all about biting the bullet and we need to, we need to give these players a chance. Oh, well, this is what yeah, I'm saying. It was Coover who said that. Coover who said that. But yeah. Uh, cheers, Josh, for coming on. Uh, uh, no worries, a, bit, a bit later than the other guys. Thank you as well to Tommy and Brian. Uh, Tommy Talks Ball. Go check that out. Tottenham on Tour uh, from Brian. Check that out. Hit the likes here. Hit the subscribes. And Josh has a channel as well, which I'll have to add yeah. back to the description. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll so, tell you, yeah. Uh, uh, Just tell us a bit about your channel. Where can people find it and, and what kind of stuff you do? It's a, a fairly new channel, so there might not be a yeah. huge amount of videos. But go into all of the backlog. Hit the likes on all the videos. Hit the subscribe. But yeah, where can people find that? Tell us a bit about your you can- channel. Yeah, so you can find me over at Josh the Tottenham guy. I do, uh, I'm another streamer. I do weekly shows. I've also started a new uh, a new series on uh, Football Manager, where I'm basically rebuilding Tottenham from the beginning of the season. Um, and I've also st- I'm also midway through a series called Player Profiles, where we deep dive into the into the lives and careers of players past and present. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Josh RG in HD. And that's pretty much it. As for right now, I've got to make my way down to the hospital. Uh, my daughter's in hospital at the moment, so oh, I'm right, going to make okay. my way down there. Um, but thanks for having me on, mate. It was my, oh, no an absolute pleasure, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, I hope your daughter's okay. Thanks so much for coming on. Cool. And uh, yeah, uh, we, we'll head off. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday. Hopefully, a bit of a positive uh, thing. Although after yesterday's result, it's it's uh, not looking lightly. But things do surprise us. Football always surprises us. Hopefully, we can get a result against Burnley. Three, uh, two wins out of two in the league. Put that move result behind us. Go on a bit of a run. And uh, get the positivity back. But yeah, until Monday, come on, you Spurs. The Spurs. Thank you so much for watching. For everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions, or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!